Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. It's me. I bloody nailed that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, first time. I was actually kind of stunned. <laughs> like, oh, perfect. Hey, before we get started, quick shout-out. Yep. Uh, actually, I've got, I've got two two things to mention before we get started. All right. Uh, number one... Uh, thanks to listener Cal Spoor on Twitter, yep. who pointed out that we are now both on Akinator the Web Genie. Oh, right. That, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Which, for anybody who doesn't know, <laughs> is you think of somebody and you go on this, this I think it's an app as well, yep. and it asks you a series of questions and it narrows it down until it comes up with the person you're thinking of. And I guess it's it's user submitted people in there. Yes, it's mostly yes. famous people, but now we're also on it. You we're bottom me, rung, but we made we're, it. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, what's weird is. It's quite because I'm like, oh, I should if I'm on there, I should figure. Out. It's actually quite kind of difficult to guess yourself when you're on there because you know too much about yourself. I know too much about myself, <laughs> and it's like, is this person famous? And I'm like, well, no, but <laughs> but, but if I'm on this, then, may, then I, I don't know. But maybe the I don't know. Isn't the famous answer? Button, or they'd be yeah. like, is this person married? And I'm like, well, I know the answer, <laughs> yeah. but do they know the answer? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right? You try to get ahead of the system. Mm-hmm, you can't do it. You can't. Uh, second thing, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about a podcast that I yep. like a lot called Do Go On. Oh, a couple yeah. of friends of mine, and they they do a report on something while the other one person one person does a report, and the other two members of the podcast sort of try and drag them down <laughs> yes. with unnecessary questions, <laughs> absolutely and badgering. Uh, and uh, Jess, who is normally on the show, is touring for the comedy festival. Mm-hmm. She couldn't be there, so they got me in, and I did an episode on the Marvel Universe. And you wore her yellow sweater, is that did, correct? Yeah, that's right. Did yeah. you actually wear it, or was no, that that's just... mine? That you son mine. of a bitch. Anyway, um, that's on that's on the iTunes, and I talked. About I did it. give it a listen. I yeah. really enjoyed it, actually, because you, you talk about the history of comics um, a little bit, yeah, and and in kind of and all these kind of interesting twists and turns that happened along the way, and the stuff that happened between Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, and who created certain characters and. Mm. Shake-ups at DC and Marvel and how Marvel nearly went bankrupt a couple of times and selling filing cabinets. It was, I learned some stuff and right. I never learned anything. Oh, so if that's, if pretty that's good. something to go by. Now, uh, I should let you know that I did go off like two pages of notes and a lot of half-remembered things. So I probably got some things wrong, but I don't want to hear about it. Do not email in. I'll tell you what though. Yes. I want to hear about it. So oh, okay, just, great. No, I don't. <laughs> okay, good. I don't want to know. Fantastic. 
I don't want to know. But I'll tell you what I do want to know, Mason. Mm. I want to know what you thought of the new Star Trek Beyond trailer 2. Every time I hear that it's called Star Trek Beyond, I think of that old Madness song that goes, One step beyond, except I hear Star (laughs) Trek Beyond. (laughs) It's one of those. It's one of those old Scar songs. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Is that good for you, though? Is that a good thing? Well, no, I have have a fun little chuckle. Excellent. Um, You know what? I, again... the last trailer we saw for this... You're the only one the, who liked it. The only one who, who liked it, it was that kind of Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. Yeah. It's fun and action-packed, and there's a there's modern dirt day song and... over the top. And there's dirt bikes. There was still a dirt bike in this one. There was. Shorter, though. This this was a much this one was much more serious in tone. We yeah. Got more of an impression of what was, what was going yeah. on there. Uh, look, I'm not super concerned about this movie being bad. I think it'll be exactly what the other ones have been. Have yeah. been. That, yeah. I, for me, that trailer didn't work. This trailer, though, I thought was, was a lot better and gave you kind of a better idea of where, what direction the movie would go and, yeah. the, and the villains and, and things like that. And spoiler alert, um, the Enterprise is destroyed. Again. Again. Though I don't think this... No, this new one hasn't been destroyed Not yet, yet. No. Yeah. Mm, but yeah. as is tradition, every few movies you destroy an Enterprise, yeah. don't you? That's right. So some kind of... Looks like some kind of nanobot force. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It, it could yeah. even be like... I think they're bigger than what they look. Yeah, Because you see them go through yeah. and you see them up close and they're like car-sized. I think they might be like individual... Our fighters. Like fighter planes okay. or something like that. Like suicide fighters or something sure, like yeah. that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, this is... It's a very interesting villain, I yes. guess. Is it a new Is it a new I've never seen alien? it before, but I mean, who's to say? You're not to say, that's that's for sure. No, I'm many, many years behind on Star Trek. So. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of, did you see there was also a teaser, a very short teaser for the CBS series, the new one? No, it's got a new that. cast, new crew. Mm-hmm. They haven't specified whether it's going to be set in the new continuity uh-huh. or the old one, or even what time period it's it's, okay. it's in. What do the uniforms look like? Nothing. It's just it's just oh, like, nothing. Just, they're naked. No, they're naked. Wow, that yeah. is the far future. I That's think. That's right. Yeah, uh, they don't have Mac Weldon in the future. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, everybody's naturally antimicrobial <laughs> in the future. It's a spray. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, but uh, so you don't get any look at any. No, it's just like a logo, it's the logo. Okay, and you right. fly through a solar okay. system or whatever. Uh, I don't want it to be in the past. I don't want another enterprise. If, if any, I, mm. want to, I want to move forward. Me too. Yeah. I'd like much further in the future. I need to go back and watch every episode of the John Luc Picard series. What's it called? Gen- Next Gen- Generation. Yeah. I was going to say Generations. That's the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, because what I've seen of it, I've seen like bits and pieces. That is a big really commitment. There are, yeah. that, there are a lot of episodes. But apparently it's, from what I've heard, it's a really, like especially for the time, like the budget is incredible. Uh, you know, mm. the, the effects are for the time. Because yeah, it's sure, like yeah. the 80s, 90s or whatever. But, I've heard it's got some really interesting kind of philosophical stories and questions about what it means to be a person or an alien or, oh, yeah. or a, like robot. a robot. Yeah. Mm. What I'd probably recommend is I'm sure there is go online and search for like Star Trek Next Generation. What are the good ones? What are the good ones? <laughs> exactly. There'll be one that'll be like, okay, here's the viewing order and here's all the important, you know, saga episodes yep. and here's the important... Uh, he, you know, here's the standout dramatic yep. episodes or whatever, and here's the space battle episodes, and you can find a. Exactly. You don't have to watch them all. You don't need to watch the second episode about Data learning about emotions. Yeah, or learning to play the violin or whatever he <laughs> did. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Great stuff. But yeah, then, but I would like. Yeah, so go on. I was going to say because with every time I watch an old, every, every time I watch like Enterprise or something yeah. like that, or you know the the. 
the movie set in the old continuity or yeah. the, the the movie set in the past. Yeah, I'm always like, if you waited a couple of years, that tr- you could have just done that with a transporter, right? You know sure, I mean? yeah, you yeah. Just... absolutely. Mm. I think that was the problem with Enterprise as well because they were like the the hyper the not not hyperdrive, sorry, no. the warp drive doesn't work and nothing. You know, like, who cares? Mm. I don't care about any of that. Not that I even really saw that show. So, well, Enterprise does have its fans. Mm. I think it would be a mistake though not to put this not to somehow tie it to the movies and just have it as a crew that kind of runs parallel with the with the current crew. Okay, sure. Whether it be past or present or whatever, but I think you need to have it loosely connected because I, I think the way to go would be to connect the entire universe over yeah. TV and movies. Because if you go, okay, well, this is... Like from a marketing perspective, yeah. Mason, I'm talking purely financially. Mm, brand synergy. Brand synergy. <laughs> Who cares about the story? Just sell, just sell some toys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess if you set it after Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, yeah, people would go, okay, well, what continuity is this? Yeah, you need flash. I think maybe you could set it in the post those. Yeah, but you would need to have some flashbacks to the new movies. So and you need to make knew. sure Worf turns up every fourth episode. Worf has to be in every every Star Trek. <laughs> also, that's the thing. Like, is there? It is potentially there is no more future in the original timeline. Well, I, I'm presuming that that's this second one's like an offshoot. Like, yeah, it's like okay. a, it's a branching timeline, mm. and that because I think the idea was that that original continuity still exists; it hasn't wiped yeah, out exactly. And that's, and that's how they kind of got around upsetting people. They still upset people. Speaking about speaking about branching timelines and upsetting people, yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there's a new one out because again that. The Star Trek, the the Star Trek reboot would have upset a lot of people. Yeah. But again, they very cannily went, "Okay, this is set in a separate universe. Mm. We we've shown you the event that branches off. Yeah. But all the original stuff is technically still there. So yes. none, we've we've invalidated none of it. Yeah. You can still have your favorite episodes, and they still exist. That's right. Even though they're fictional, and none of them really do exist. Data can't Sorry really play the violin. violin. Exactly. Or the cats, whichever <laughs> whichever musical instrument he played in the future. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Do you before we get to the Ghostbusters? Oh, yes. Do you want to talk about the Lethal Weapon and MacGyver? Oh yeah, quickly? briefly. Yeah, uh-huh. I just watched the MacGyver one. Yeah, so these came out. I guess both came out in the last couple of days. Mm. Um, I really like the Lethal Weapon one and hate the MacGyver one. You were the opposite. I'm by, look. I don't like either of them. Okay, if I'm sure. Honest. Uh-huh. Uh, the MacGyver one I found particularly amusing when they're like, "This guy can do anything." No, no, he says something like, "My dad taught me that everything I need is all around me at all times." And the example they show of that is he pulls a garden hose and a bad guy like trips down some stairs. Yeah, nice. And at the end, you see him like firing like a missile arrow. Like you think you'd show that after right. he says, uh-huh. oh, "You know, everything's right in front of you." But you got to save that till the end. Also, it's kind of weird, like. Because MacGyver, it's not a mullet? Tra- well, yeah, MacGyver traditionally doesn't kill people. He doesn't use guns. Like that's one of his rules. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But also, again, it's this. It's it's this. If you shoot a, a exploding arrow in front of a truck and it flips and explodes, same thing. You yeah, may sure. Well have yeah. had a gun. I find it odd this this particular setting because it seems to be like he's just this regular guy. It's the guy who plays Havoc. Yeah, in yeah. X Men First Class in the X Men's. Yeah, he's in the Apocalypse as well. That yeah, but yeah. but so. He seems to be working for this. the The odd part is that they just seem to be putting him in situations. Surely, get into this hospital because he's a guy. If even though he's a guy who can make weapons and equipment out of anything, give him some equipment. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Why yeah. is he just? He's just a guy. Why is he and, rocking up in a flannel? He's just a guy. Exactly. He's just a guy with with a no haircut and in a flannel, <laughs> and he's just wandering in and tripping people with garden hoses and building bombs or whatever. 
Give him some stuff. Imagine how good he'd be if he had some stuff. Yeah, right? He'd be Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And that never struck me with the originals, but this it just just seems to be like... <laughs> Especially at this age. Yeah, <laughs> right? It got... seems to be they've... You, you don't want to give him like a keycard scanner or something? Something, anything, right? <laughs> or a gun. A little iPad, iPhone that's got some stuff on it. Yeah. No, I don't like Maybe it. Maybe he's, he's, he's like, I can't rely on tech. I only rely on myself. And these garden hose I always carry with me. <laughs> right. Just in case. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Lethal weapon, though. It's pretty balls. See, I think I, it missed the point of the original Lethal Weapon. Which was? Racism. Like, subtle racism. Oh, sure, yeah. No, right. uh, I don't know. Like, who are these? Well, I mean, one's Wayne's brother. Yep. And the other one doesn't have the charisma of Mel Gibson yep. that Mel Gibson used to have. Uh-huh. And I love that bit at this, the table where he's like, oh, Riggs, I see you've got a wedding ring. Are you married? Married, married, married. married. Tell us about your wife, your <laughs> wife, your wife. <laughs> I don't know. Is but- she alive? 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 <laughs> or was she murdered? 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 You've gone silent. silent. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. I, I, you're right. But at the same time, how good did it look? Not terms, very good. No, but in terms of like effects and like it looks. Yeah, yeah, I guess. He leaps from car to car. This isn't going to do he well. flips the thing. Who knows? It won't. Do you, do you know they did a they made a Beverly Hills Cop pilot with Eddie Murphy as the chief? No. That they never released? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so I think this is going to go... I think they're just going to go keep jumping show to show, like oh. 80s property to 80s from property. Car, like from car to car. Yeah, exactly like, like that. Like rigs. Like rigs. Mm. And then I guess, you know what? They did kind of nail his kind of... He's the loosest unit. They yeah. kind of nailed that. They did. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't care about any of these. Look, I wasn't convinced by his facial hair. I wasn't convinced by anyone's <laughs> facial hair in this. Sure, in this, any of them. But I have some faith. Look, you know what? I don't have any faith in it, but I'll watch the first one because to me it kind of looks fun. Good for you. Except for, again, the parts about... Your wife, your wife, I, your wife, I, your wife. I, I. Do you need that heated up? Up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll put some glad wrap on it. On it. On it. You can take it home. 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 To your wife? What? Oh, no. <laughs> then the flashback. Then the flashback. Yeah. So Star Wars has a. There was some leaked Star Wars stuff this week. We've got uh-huh. a close look at Rogue One. Yep. Do you see any of that stuff? No, but I did get that. I did get that. Um, those photos of Daisy Ridley. Um. The Adam others. Driver and Mark Hamill arriving on set, or arriving in London that. or something like that. Sure. And it's Daisy Ridley and uh, Adam Driver with like the you know sunglasses on, and they've got the hoodies over their heads, and they're like, "No photos, please." And there's just photos of Mark Hamill like, "Hey," <laughs> he's like finger gunning everybody, like, "I'm here, look at me." This is how you do it. Good for him, man. Yeah, it's what a good. champion. He's got he's got another bloody shot, mate. Yeah. Not that he ever kind of like he was always doing stuff. Yeah. but he's bloody back in a massive film. Good mm-hmm. for him. Uh, so yeah, the, the the Rogue One stuff was just like these are the characters and Darth Vader's kind of confirmed and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the and there was also a scene supposedly leaked for the Force Awakens, not Force Awakens for the Episode Eight. Yep. Which I won't detail, but if it's true, which it may not be, it, it sounds pretty awesome. But the leaked title, which may or may not be the title, unconfirmed is called Star Wars Fall of the Resistance. Oh, pretty so that's, good. So that's very Empire Strikes Back. Very good. Yeah. And it's a lot lot better than your Attack of the Clones. Kind I of loved that movie. No, that movie's not... That's not a good movie, is it? <laughs> You're thinking of literally anything <laughs> I'm thinking of other movies, aren't no, I? You are, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. So you're okay with that, Fall of the Resistance? Yeah, it sounds good. Me yeah. too, I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. Just bit of a tease. Bit of a tease. Good, yeah. bit, of a, bit of a nibble. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know... I. It, the the name of the movie doesn't necessarily mean anything. So mm. I mean, it does in terms of that's what it's called. Sure, but I yeah. mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be a good or bad movie we unless it's called Attack of the Clones. We don't know how many clones are going to be attacking. No, not maybe yet. tons, maybe none. Yeah, uh, Michael Keaton is reportedly back in talks 
to play the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming. Huh, because he was in, then he was out. And he was in, then he was he out. He was in, everybody was like, is he going to be the Vulture because he looks real old? And he's like, how dare you <laughs> Who else could he play? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Is he going to be Aunt May? Mm. No, actually, he can't be. They already yeah. cast Aunt May, didn't they? They did. And she's not that old. But you want to see love interest, don't you? You want to see what they used to do with the 60s comics where like Aunt May would accidentally date Doc Dr. Ock Octopus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Peter, I've met this nice young man. Oh, we're going so well. And he's like, it's Dr. Octopus. You know. <laughs> so uh, the director's kind of pretty much confirmed this because he put something on Twitter about Kate and maybe they're still, they're still kind of, you know, I was mm-hmm. going to say chastising him. They're still... What's Keeping him in a chastity belt. That's right. Get, get him, yeah. He's get, a wild man. On he is. But... uh Apparently, with this new version of the Vulture, he's going to have tech that's built by the Tinkerer. Okay. And oh, that, so it's definitely going to be the Vulture. But yeah, well, well, this is all rumor. Okay, None right. of this is true. We have no insider information. You know that about the show. Correct, yes. Uh, and apparently, that's going to all be from all like Chitari tech. Oh, that's an interesting yeah, kind okay, of connection. Cool. So okay. that'd be pretty good. How are they going to power that Chitauri tech? Because for the most part, it doesn't work. Yeah, but some people can get some it to work. Some people get it to work. The exactly. Tinkerer makes all sorts of toys and gadgets and, and little bits and bobs, doesn't he? Correct, yes. So I'm sure he could. he's probably got probably, something for probably it. Probably tinker with it a little bit. I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Happy with that, Keith? And then he'll turn to the camera and wink. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to tinker with it. That's right. Uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Anything else to say about that? No. Good. Uh, let me think. No. Ghostbusters reboot. Yep, another trailer. It's called Ghostbusters. Maybe answer the call now because that's at the end of the trailer. No, I don't know whether you reckon that's just the tagline. Yeah, no, I I think that's just the the tagline. Do you think it's a mistake to just call it flat out Ghostbusters? I mean, a lot of this seems to upset a lot of people. I think there's been maybe a few mistakes along the way. It seems, sure, yeah, in the eyes of a lot of people. And I think that also, again, this is I think a movie we've seen too much of already. Yeah, because now, like. And I think this maybe this last one is some sort of attempt at damage control. Like you hated you hate everything that has come out, you know, out so far. We but, know that. But if we throw maybe if we throw in slime you'll like it. Maybe if we show you the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man you'll right. like it. But I think people are gonna be like What? Well now you've just shown us <laughs> Like I think I think if you tricked everybody into going in yeah. and then they saw these things, they'd be like, Oh pleasant surprise, hey, look how good Slimer looks, look how you know, whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. But I don't. I think the people who are already set to hate this movie are going to continue to hate it forever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so. I made a video on it. I'm so tired of. I'm so. No, I'm so indifferent and tired. I just yeah. wanted to come out and people and then we stop can talking about it. Exactly. Forget yeah. about it. Uh, James Rolfe, the angry yes. video game nerd. He, that, yeah. He resolved to never see it. Yeah. Um. Which is fine. Whatever. It's right, but at the same time, like, it it is fine. But who cares? But I mean, just. Back in the day, you'd just not see a movie. You sure. didn't have to write a, make a video about it. The thing about James Rolfe is he's... I actually, I genuinely like him. Me I mean, too. He does a lot of great work. I, I think a lot of the time, and if you look at a lot of his old videos, he hates continuity. Is that a delicious Coke you're drinking? Yeah, it is. We're not sponsored by We're them. Sponsored Pour by it them. out. Pour it out. Not into your mouth. <laughs> no, my mouth is anti, naturally anti-microbial. Oh, okay. That's so, fine. So. Uh, like, he's very particular about continuity and, like, mm. he likes things to have labels on the outside. If they reboot something, don't call it the same name because oh, okay, right. like he doesn't like how the new thing was called mm-hmm. the thing and I think this that's also got a lot to do with this as well like like he's very kind of particular in that way I don't think he's he hates women or is right, anti-feminist sure, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't yeah but it's his call if he doesn't want to see it I don't give a shit yeah well exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good for him, man. Are you going to say it knowing that we will say it for this? Yeah, but I mean, it's, I'd say it anyway. Yeah, me And too. again, I, I, I just want to know. Yeah. I, d- I don't think it's going to be amazing. I don't even know if it's going to be good. Yeah. 
But Look, I, 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 I have said Instagram in the past, uh, if you can't if you can if you can't get a ninety minute movie compacted down into two minutes mm. and have a good trailer, it's probably not very good. Yeah. But I'm going to say, as a corollary to that, you that were doesn't wrong. that doesn't seem to apply to Paul Feig movies. Yeah, his trailers are generally not terrible. Great. Bridesmaids was like, look, look, it's it's the Hangover, but it's with chicks, and it wasn't. No, and it's like Spy, spy looked terrible, and it wasn't. Yeah. The Heat looked terrible, but it wasn't. Yeah. So says you, Mason. Oh, you bloody feminist. I'm a feminist. Get out of here. In many ways. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. Yeah. Look again. We've yeah. So there's now we've got now two videos on this. Then I guess yes. if you've just done a new one. Then yeah. we, we talked about it last time. Yeah. Just. It might be good, it might be terrible. I'm fully prepared to go to watch it and go, you know what? I hate it. It's good or bad or yeah. whatever. Mm. But until I see it, there's no way of knowing. Well, you're wrong. That's true, I am wrong. <laughs> yeah. Shane Black came out this week because uh, the Nice Guys is hitting cinemas. That's right, really yeah. looking forward to seeing that. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. Uh, is but- it also set at Christmas? Couldn't tell you. Okay. Because I haven't seen it. You don't listen, Mason. No, no, no. That's you can problem. definitively say a thing about a movie without having seen it. I forgot that. Then, yeah. yes, it's definitely said at Christmas. Uh, he says that he's speaking about Iron Man 3 and he's talked a little bit about the Mandarin and yeah. how, like, he he said that, you know, he understands that, like, people were upset because they wanted the Mandarin to come in with, like, laser rings and whatever. And, uh-huh. and, and they didn't get that. But he also said that originally he wanted the Iron Man 3 villain to be female, but Ike Perlmutter vetoed it because he said it wouldn't sell toys. Because you know how all those Guy Pierce action figures yes, they just blew, blew off, the, off shelves. the shelves. Oh, my, my, my Ben Kingsley bobblehead. Yeah. Ooh, it says. I think that would have been... Like I don't, I don't, I, I don't like Iron Man three particularly. Mm-hmm. There's parts of it I like, but um, I think it would have been maybe interesting if maybe Rebecca Hall's character turned out to yeah. be uh-huh. more villainous because she was just kind of um just here around and then bit, she yeah. dies. Maybe yeah, I don't did, even yeah. remember. Yeah, but I, they probably sold about the same amount of action figures. I think so. I'd imagine, but yeah, I mean it's done. I don't think that would have saved that movie, but no. I think that's just an interesting mindset. Yeah, because I think Marvel are now kind of moving away from that because. They locked Ike Perlmutter in that box. Is that right? They sure did, yeah. So that's really interesting. <laughs> they locked him in a box. They dropped it in the bottom of the ocean. I mean, he'll get out eventually. Yeah. Because he's very good at that sort but of thing. But hopefully they've got about three more movies under that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, speaking of movies, that's this show. Yeah, great. And sometimes TV, isn't it? Yeah, we do a lot uh, of Transformers 5. Sometimes we talk about comic books. Mm. Uh, Transformers 5 has a name and a teaser trailer to show that it's happening. Yep. It's called The Last Night, K with a K. No, surely not. Why, why would I make that up? Oh, no, okay, that, that makes Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and so you're not happy with it? Is Optimus Prime The Last Night? I think he was. Because he's always memory. everything, right? He's always everything. He's the one and he's... Not, he's, the dark, maybe, he's the dark of the moon. He's the dark spark or the all spark. He's the He's the fallen. matrix. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the, the matrix, fallen, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the Mrs. last prime. He's, he's, he's Mr. the first prime. He's surprise jetpack, man. <laughs> He's got he's so Stanley many... Tucci's mate. Yeah, he's like the Jesus of the franchise because yeah. he comes back. No, but sometimes Shia LaBeouf is also the Jesus. That's true, but he's gone. So this is Optimus you Prime is now Jesus. definitively Jesus. Well, maybe then Shia LaBeouf was the John the Baptist <laughs> okay, of the sure. franchise and Optimus okay. Prime is the Jesus. So he had some skills, but he was no Jesus. Not all the skills, Or yeah. Optimus Prime mm, in correct, this case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I I think this one has the Quintus songs. Is that what they're called? Yeah, Okay. Mm. Who, in depending on which continuity of the Transformers you like, None. they create. Well, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> but in the cartoon version, the Quintessons who appear in Transformers the movie, they got the spinny heads. You got the spinny, spinny faces heads. Yes, or yes, they yeah, do. Yeah, I remember that. They created the Transformers. Excellent. Why? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm sure they'll explain it. Yeah. 
in great detail. That'll be amazing. Do you care about this movie at all? Uh, look, we'll see it eventually, won't we? Yeah. Yep. Four was marginally better than two and three. Maybe. So maybe this maybe this is the Fast and Furious. Maybe this is the number five once again. But Michael Bay's doing the it. System, the system, this system we established, which has never been proven right, <laughs> is the fifth movie is the the return to form of the franchise. When it gets good which again. Which has worked literally once, which is Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's right. It's got to happen again at some point, though, you right? You know so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so $80 million has been put towards a joint effort of Chinese and US production companies uh, that will bring a, tet- a Tetris film to the big screen <laughs> described as an epic sci-fi Waste of thriller. money. <laughs> Sorry. An epic waste of money. <laughs> Epic sci-fi thriller. Yeah. What are they thinking? Uh, they have to build a wall around the city and then a monster runs into it, but they've got to build it quickly and maybe they don't have the long bit until the end. Yeah, the long bit never arrives when you want it to arrive, does yeah. it? Yeah. What, what almost do you, like it knows. That's right. What do, you, what do you do with this? Actually, you know what? Don't tell me because we shouldn't give them any ideas. No ideas <laughs> They for dug yeah. their own That's grave. That's what they're doing. They're just listening to podcasts. They're watching videos, watching the YouTube, trying to find out an idea for this. Give them nothing, people. Give them nothing. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Dug their own grave. This is... I mean, people laughed at Battleship, mm. but this is like... Pixels? After Pixels. I think Pixels did Tetris, didn't they? Well, oh, maybe they, they did, did space. I haven't seen it. Yeah, they like, maybe did, they did space, space invaders, invaders yeah. or mm. the millipede one. What's it called? Centipede. Yeah, no millipede. I think there was a millipede. I'm sure there was. Mm. Yeah. Do you know there was a Mrs. Pac-Man? Mrs. Was it Pac-Man. Pac-Man. It was Ms. Pac-Man. They're not married. Living in sin. Don't approve. <laughs> wow. Maybe that's the plot. Maybe. It is. So look, if- I think Ms. Pac-Man was just like, okay, we need a sequel to Pac-Man. Like legitimately, they're like, yeah. should we make more maps or whatever? And then like, no, nah, just put a just put, put a bow a, on it. Little bow. This Pac-Man. Yeah. Mm. And then we could just put the bow down underneath and pack lady. No, Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Yeah, you can make that a bow tie as well and call it like I don't know, fancy, fancy Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. 
so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or <coughs> sales. I definitely prefer <coughs> don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET 
and Mashable, visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet, and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Oh, yeah, actually, there's one more bit of news before we... We've got two sponsors of this week, which oh. means we're very fortunate, Mason. I think so, yeah. In terms of Oh, here's a little money. bit of news. Okay, go on. No, it's not, well, it's not real news. New DC logo. Oh, what do you think? It's part of their... You hate the old one, As eh? part of their constant restructuring and damage control, <laughs> as part of their controlled tailspin to death, they've decided to bring out a new logo. It looks a lot better. Let's let's talk DC movies. I want to talk comics, which yeah. we will, because mm-hmm. there's been some stuff happening with the uh, DC rebirth. Yeah, but there has been a shakeup at Warner Brothers, where the whole lot of there's been a whole lot of restructuring, uh-huh. where people who already had the titles they had still have them, but maybe Jeff Johns has more control now over the oh, DC. Oh, that's universe. right. Yeah, he's not. He's he's getting some. Film control now, yeah, or something which like he that. kind of had, but I think now they went. Maybe we should listen to the guy who probably knows something about this universe, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. I mm. don't hate that at all. Neither do I. Just a bit of direction wouldn't mm. wouldn't hurt at all. It, yeah, it's good to have like individual like unique perspectives on each film, but it's good to have you know it's the Kevin Feige kind of thing where you need that person. You need one guy who's passionate about it, but also understands it. Mm. Yeah. Not some bloody bean counter, Mason. Exactly. Get at the bottom of the ocean. Get in the Pearl Mutter box. <laughs> Get in the Pearl Mutter trench. <laughs> that's what we call it. So that's exciting. But yeah. uh, also, uh, or it's, you know. Yeah. Or, and again, like I've, I've criticized Jeff Johns in the past. Yeah. Because of the way he looks. Yeah. <laughs> no. Some would say that's not his fault, but I say I say no. No, yeah. but, but it, you He's know. He's a very handsome man. But I guess. He looks yeah. after himself. I bet he can do 30 like. push-ups. I bet he could. But I could do 30 push-ups right now. Oh, you don't have to. You added a lot of coke. You probably bobbed yeah, on my I'm, carpet. Yeah. You're bearskin rug. That's what you have in here. Um, yeah, look, it, my problem, he, you know, he's a great writer, but my my I've had a minor issue with his writing in the past insofar as mm. because he grew up with a certain era of superheroes, yeah. as soon as he got the opportunity to write those superheroes, he sort of brought them all back to the status quo yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Like there was a, like when he started writing on Justice Society, mm. there were certain characters that had kind of moved on. Yeah. But since he wanted to sort of play with the toys as he originally remembered them, he sort of reverted a lot of characters back to their original, and that kind of annoyed me. Right, right. Like, and, and I feel that that is kind of DC's failing, as they keep wanting... They don't let the characters evolve, they just have to keep them... Mm. In this, as, as this status quo, but I guess if you're doing movies, yeah, if you want to establish a universe, you that's, want somebody that's, who's you like want status quo. Here's yeah. my ideas, and we're not going to deviate from these. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Good. Well, I'm glad you agree. Me too. That's what you were yes, saying. I agree with that. Okay, good. Margot Robbie is apparently this is a rumor is to produce and star in a Harley Quinn movie. That oh was, yes, yeah, that was probably part of her deal initially. I'd imagine. Um, and there was also been rumors of like a Birds of Prey uh, movie as well, hmm. which would be probably better than that show, which was the worst Definitely, show. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm okay with all of that. Yeah. Mm. Would you have like a, where would the Birds of Prey movie be set? Like, uh, would it be? France. Oh, I saw, I meant more when. Like, would you want, oh, Bat, would you want Batgirl in the Birds of Prey? I think you'd have to go that I think you'd do it that way. Or would you want Oracle? Oh, yeah, good question. Do we have an oracle in this universe? We don't know. I think we probably... Oh, actually, we don't know. Mm. Well, Cat, um, What's her name? 
She's in Bloody Hunger Games. She's got red hair. Jenna Malone was rumored yes. to play Barbara Gordon. Okay. But we don't know whether she's Oracle or Batgirl or whatever. Mm. I'd say Sings as Batman's been doing this for 20 years. She's Oracle now. And yeah, I would say the killing joke already happened. That's true, but also yeah. we have Batgirl back in the DC yes. Universe. But, but what also, if they change also yeah. DC Rebirth? So That's maybe, right. we don't know. We don't know where, where everything's mm. at. Uh, so also, just quickly, this is just a rumor as well. Suicide Squad apparently has done some test screenings and it's it's been really well received. Okay. Which may or may not be true. Who knows? But that's, certain other properties have also were also very well yeah. received in previews and were not so well received. But also, were well ways. received. Other properties were well received in previews and were also well received critically well and, yep. and well received. So look, <laughs> like I just microbial. think. Well, the point is, it's not really news, but it's not bad news. Is that's it? true. Yeah. So mm. that that's it. Yeah. Mason, we've got a topic for this week. Oh, very. We're going to talk about cancelled comic book universes again. Mm. aren't we because we yeah. didn't get through all of them last time there are you so bloody, many you bloody banged on too much and we had I to cut it short lot, yeah. I didn't yeah. like it quite frankly wow, sorry. But I'm glad we're back but <laughs> leading into that what a good way to lead into it oh by the way we're doing X-Men X-Men next week aren't we yes we are apocalypse yes. yeah. which in a way is a cancelled comic book universe well, that's, sort that's of that's I thought would be a fun way to shoehorn this topic in correct is because it's a universe. Well, I have a an comic e- book universe well I have an even funner way Mason great let's do it DC Rebirth Spoilers. Yes. These are all out Wednesday. So if you don't want to know anything about the new DC Rebirth and how they're shaking up the universe, mm-hmm. bugger off, mate. Okay. I'll put a time code in the bottom. You can you come can back then. Buddy, skip ahead. So these are some of the things that are apparently come out of what's going to be in the new DC. I cannot uh, wait. Rebirth. Here we go. Bearing in mind, these are like initial issues. I don't know necessarily whether these things are good or bad or how it's going to play out. Uh-huh. These are just some. Facts that I have that aren't connected to can anything. I, can, I take some, can I make some guesses? Absolutely. Batman, about the same. Yes. They generally never change Batman. Yeah, he's about Because the same. he makes the most money. Well, if you look at New 52 Batman, he's got all the history of previous Batman. They just like compacted the Yeah, they the never years. they never changed Batman. Yeah. Um, they changed Superman a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay, Superman. Um, well, I can tell you what happens to Superman. Okay, right, let's I do think it. they kill New 52 Superman. They kill so him? They bring back original classic recipe Superman. Are they going to kill the new Superman, though? Is the he new, actually, new one? Is he going to literally die? Or I are they think just they do, brush yeah. him away? I hope they kill him. Okay, sure. I like him. <laughs> He's been a bit arrogant. Yeah. Is, are there his underpants back on the outside? Are they back? I couldn't tell you that, Mason. That's a very good it's question. It's all waist-up photos. It's all waist-up, yeah. I probably could go check. There's three Jokers. So there's original Joker, mm-hmm. Killing Joke Joker, New 52 Joker. I'm not sure how that factors in. Do they work together? Sounds overly complicated. Good work, DC. You've done it again. Who sits in the front if they've got a car, if they're all in a car? Uh, not not Killing Joke Joker, probably. He's yeah. in the back, I think. Probably polishing a gun or something. Probably, and he's all... Because he's all in the, he's probably in a Hawaiian shirt of some kind. He's, sure. just, he's just cruising along. He's taking it easy. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know what, the, the probably the original Joker's probably driving because he can probably drive stick because he's from like the 50s. Exactly, yeah. you had to be able to drive yeah, stick. Yeah, and New 52 Joker is navigating. <laughs> yes. Because he's got the he's iPhone. He's got the iPhone. Brilliant, we did yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman has a twin brother called Jason. Jason Woman. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and this is the bit that's blowing people's minds. The three Jokers isn't blowing people's minds? <laughs> Mate. That's overly complicated <laughs> if you ask me. No one did, but I'm saying <laughs> weird. Don't like it. Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen yes. is responsible for the rebirth, which also makes The Watchmen now canon in the new DC universe. Ooh. They exist. Ooh. So, which means that I guess they'll be ongoing characters to some extent, or they'll, they'll kill them off immediately. Oh boy. That's, uh, 
that's some dangerous ground that they're yeah, treading on. I mean, they've already balls. done before Watchmen, so they kind of. I don't think people. If we hadn't seen before Watchmen and then this happened, I think this would have been like people would have flipped out more. But okay, because they yeah. already kind of. So are, these, are the Watchmen characters going to be in this universe? Though, I believe gonna, so. Or is it going to be a parallel universe? Well, that's a good question. How many universes are there now? Because oh, we've gone one. from one originally to two to three to an infinite number yeah. to one to hypertime to 52. Now where are we? I don't know. Mm. I think they'll probably just have regular Earth and like the one where there's like the bad Justice League. I'm sure, yeah, okay. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Mm. I, I, I dropped off most of the new DC the new 52 stuff. Like I kept up with Batman and a few bits yeah. and pieces, but I, I don't care about the continuity. I just want to read good stories. Same. And I don't want to read stories where I have to read other stories to understand the stories. That's what I think. Mm. What do you think? I agree with everything you've ever said. Thank you. Mm. Jerk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trapped in a web of logic. <laughs> Boom. But look, we'll see how that plays out this Wednesday, won't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, yeah. You've got some bloody cancelled comic book movies to Let's bloody talk, talk about. about. So, Not um, movies, um, universes. Universes, yeah. yeah. We talked about this in episode... You know what? I, I figured it out. It's episode 101. Well, I didn't figure it out. I went back and I had a look. Figured it out. It's episode 101. Got his abacus. And, he, uh, <laughs> and uh, because I'm like, we probably, what if I just talk about all the stuff that I talked about in the previous episode? Which so, we are prone to do. Yeah, we are prone to do. So I went back and I re-listened to it. Uh, and I uh, came up with some other ones that uh, we haven't uh, been talking about. I'm very excited for this. Time. I so always like, learn something. Yeah. So last time, uh, for those who are uh, keep catching up, uh, last time we talked about uh, we talked about the Ultimate Universe, Marvel's Ultimate Universe. Good stuff. We talked about the Valiant Universe, and Good later stuff. the Acclaim Universe. We talked about Supreme Power. Good stuff. We talked about Techno Comics, oh, yes. which of course featured uh, a series of half-baked ideas that famous <laughs> creators came up with, I guess... Over the phone, or wasn't it? Like, wasn't it just like it's Merlin, but it's the future? Yeah, it was like, like, yeah, it was like look, it's Leonard, Leonard Nimoy came up with dinosaurs, but they're from space <laughs> and they wear suits of armor. And Mickey Spillane came up with his character Mike Hammer, except it he, he was in the future and he was called Mike Danger and he had a and a bloody ray gun or whatever. Uh, and uh, of course, um, the Malibu universe, the Malibu Ultraverse, yes, which was a pretty pretty great one, which spawned the Malibu Barbie, yeah. Okay, so let's go with some other stuff. So, um, how many we got? Uh, you know what? I've got five written down here. So we'll see, see if I go. can think of enough things to say about them, and then we'll we'll Excellent. see how we go. I love it. So I think last time we talked about them, we talked about uh, like some high and low points about each of them, and then like whether or not I'd like to see them come back. Or right, like right. maybe if you you know if you if you want to go back and check some of them out. Yeah. What you know maybe what individual you issues you'd like you'd like to go for. Yeah, sure. So. Uh, the first one I probably want to talk because last time we talked about uh, a Marvel spin-off, the Ultimate Universe. Mm. I thought maybe this time we could talk about the New Universe, okay? Which was 1986's. Uh, in 1986, Marvel had a an editor in chief called Jim Shooter, mm-hmm. who was kind of a megalomaniac. <laughs> Nobody liked him. Sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great, right? <laughs> um, so in uh, yeah, so but but he had this idea uh, in 1986 for this this new universe which he called The World Outside. Look, in public it was called The World Outside Your Door because it was meant to be like, okay, in the Marvel Universe, there's hundreds of superheroes and hundreds of supervillains and right. they're just flying about in New York City and blowing stuff up and people are kind of like, hey, hey, Spider-Man, whatever. Like nobody, like it, it's kind of, it's just day-to-day activity. Yes. And the idea behind this was, wouldn't it be amazing if, like how would the world react if 
superheroes arrived in the real world. Right, right. It was like, okay, this is going to be the real world. That's never been done before. Well, see, that's the thing. It kind of... Hadn't at that time? It kind of had a bit. Like, yeah. this, was, this was kind of new territory. Sure. So he was like, okay, this is the real world. So every month that passes in the comic books, a month is going to pass in the real world. And, right. And there's going to be no... There's going to be no... They said... You know what? They... They set a whole bunch of rules and then set apart dismantling them, dismantling them almost immediately. Love so it. they were like, "There's not going to be any aliens." There was aliens. How There's not going to be any magic. There was magic. You know. So what kind of superheroes and supervillains are we talking? Okay, so we had. This isn't just like Spider-Man's in the regular world. Is it? Is it new characters? Yeah, well, it was new characters, but they're very much like they're archetypes. They're class. There's some classic archetypes. So we had. Um, okay, so we had uh, a guy called Starbrand. Who was this, like a regular guy who had like... It's like a type of bread. Star brand bread. Yeah, the freshest. Get it at a service station. If you want. <laughs> it's very unpleasant. <laughs> Get it at the star petrol station. But he was like a regular guy and like an alien came down and gave him like this star brand. So when they said no aliens, what issue was he in? One, star brand issue one. <laughs> when he got the powers. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and he got like, you know, you know, your standard flying and energy beams and whatever. Sure. Uh DP7, which was like uh, Displaced Paranormal 7. So they were like... Uh, like a squad? Yeah, like, like a, like like a squad. Like a, yes. And we also got Cyforce, which were also basically mutants. Two groups of mutants. But they could... they could Cyforce were these people. They all had individual sort of mental powers and then they could combine into like a... Some, like, a like a like a flame... Like this thing called the Cyhawk, which was essentially a large flaming phoenix... Kind of being right. right? right. You see where I'm going with this? I know. There was also Spitfire and the Troubleshooters. So Spitfire was like an like a red armored suit Mm -hmm. which could fly and was very strong (laughs) and had weapons built in. And the Troubleshooters were like the Troubleshooters were like uh, like a team of mercenaries and they had like um, like each had like a high tech weapon. Like one of them had like a like a gauntlet that could fire laser beams, and one had like like metal legs so they could run real fast and all that sort of stuff. And I remember even that time as a kid, I'm like, why don't they just Give them all the the one guy, and he could be the best. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. I never did. Uh, there was a guy called Night Mask who could, who was um, a man who had fallen in and out of coma, and he could go through people's dreams. Right. Created by Neil Gaiman. Oh, really? Who several years later went on to some Sandman, success with yeah. the Sandman. Right. Um, so it's kind of a proto Sandman. Yeah. That's interesting. There was Mark Hazard Merc, which was basically the Punisher. Right. Except he would go around the world shooting brown people. <laughs> that was why was why brown people because they were you know the enemy. In the eighties, I guess so. Mm, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, Kickers Incorporated, which was basically uh, an ex-football team who are superheroes now. <laughs> I bet they're jerks. It's pretty great. Um, yeah, so it was like, <laughs> can you think of anything worse than taking a really popular sporting team and giving them superpowers? Right. Like that is the worst. They're yeah. already horrible. They're like- bad people. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so anyway, like, so the the um, the impetus for the new universe like in the story was that there was this this thing called the white event like there was this uh, is this their Terrigen mist kind of thing yeah sort of thing there was this flash of white light in the sky and some seconds of time just go missing and nobody knows what happens Mm. and then it turns out some people have decided some people have started having superpowers and stuff like that but I mean yeah was it random because like say the guy who got the star brand was that related yeah that was that was unrelated although it was in a way it was related if I if I can go all the way to the end, so Please. let's skip ahead. Yeah, so if we skip to the end, basically the reason the white event happened is because the guy Starbrand, yeah, realizes that he doesn't want to be Starbrand anymore. It's causing too much death and destruction. Right. So he goes into space 
and he attempts to because he can he can sort of get the star brand he can give it to somebody else okay so he decides he's going to put it on like an asteroid right. to kind of get rid of it and then it exploded through time and that okay. created the white event what an idiot so in, in, in a way he created it all in the first place but how did he get the star brand in the, in the first, first place bloody, that's a really good question bloody, who bloody knows you well, know good thing I mean? they probably answered that it's probably it was an alien though <laughs> um and yeah it was kind of yeah, it was. It some was, of that sounds okay. Some of it does sound okay. Any, how Look, long did this run for? This this ran for th- three years. I think it ran till nineteen eighty nine. Okay, and um, you had full credit as well to, for making like a new thing, like kicking off a new universe. Like that's not. Yeah, that's not that's true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, again, this is. I think part of the reason was this was again Jim Shooter's the editor in chief at the time. His, uh, like I said, but you know, in 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 public, it was called the world outside your door. He called it the Shooterverse. <laughs> Because he was like, "This is my, this my is my legacy. This is my legacy. This is going to be the new Spider Man. This is going to be the new Iron Man. This is going to be the new X Man." You can't. I don't think you can start any project with that in mind. Because mm. you can't just be like, "I'm going to create iconic characters." That's right, not right, how right. iconic characters are made. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost like an accident, and then it's like it's up to the public to to accept them or reject them. Right. Exactly. Mm. But yeah, I mean, they were just yeah, like elements of it were pretty good. Yeah. Ultimately, was there some, you said Neil Gaiman. It sounds like there's some. There was some talent. There was a little bit of talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Hang on, I've lost my train of thought. That's not good enough. Not a, not good <laughs> enough. Exactly. Uh yeah. But I mean, it was just. Yeah, it was like this. This is gonna. Oh, one of the things I think that, that I remember at the time, they were like, okay, this is gonna be realist. This is gonna be a realistic universe. Yeah. How are we gonna make it more realistic? And people are like, oh, you're gonna make more, you know, more accurate character, you know, more more true to life characters kind of thing. They're like, no, no, we're gonna eliminate speed lines. So, you know, when somebody's running and you so see you, the lines behind them. So you don't know, there's no sense of movement? Well, they'd, they'd be, 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 well, here's the thing, though. There were speed lines. <laughs> they were, in, like, almost straight away. It's just, anyway, it's a pretty, pretty great universe. Wouldn't you just say, look, we're building a new universe and these are things we're hoping to do, but we'll just see how it evolves over time, as opposed to being like, we definitively won't do this ever. Right, and right. And then having to go back on it straight away. Mm. I don't know. I look, don't I've know, never man. created a comic universe. Yeah. But, yeah, and they were like, look, you know, new universe, no cliches, whatever. But, again, it did kind of... You can't help, though. There are certain tropes and things that kind of... If you're building a superhero universe, you're going to yeah. end up touching on some things that have kind of already been That's true, done. yeah. You're going to end up making Iron Man eventually, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, and I think maybe one of the things that killed it was also that they were like... They released... It started out with eight series, yeah. and they released them all at the same time. So it wasn't a case of like, okay, we'll see how this one goes. We'll right. build its continuity a little bit. It was like... Smash! Here's the universe. Yeah, everything has to adhere to this particular, yeah, universe, whatever. Um, and you know, can't and you you can't again. It, he was it shooter was this kind of kind of authoritarian, and I think he was like, okay, these are the rules. You can't. What 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 is he? Was he is he a writer? Is he a creative person? Is he what was it? What was his deal? You know, I don't know. Give me a second, I'll look him up. But I mean, I I I had always recalled him as just kind of a. A pencil pusher. Yeah, exactly. I bet, I bet now that I think about it, he created something amazing. Let's check it out. Wow, he looks like a like a villain. He looks like an <laughs> right? evil, he looks like an evil version of Christopher Reeve. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, uh, he did some stuff on Legion of Superheroes. Oh, he's only sixty four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seemed like he was a good manager, but he was not like not necessarily well loved. Sure. So, and sometimes he, you have to though. Yeah, and so manager. he after this he left uh, Marvel in like nineteen eighty seven. So a year later. All right, and actually, what what happened uh, as he left? So John Byrne, who uh, had done uh, Man of Steel, and he yeah, does yeah. stuff. He did some writing on New Universe as well. Mm. And and when Jim Shooter left uh, Marvel, everybody went over to John Byrne's house 
and they built an effigy of Jim Shooter and they stuffed it. So the story goes, they stuffed it with unsold copies of Starbrand and they set it on fire. <laughs> That's amazing. Pretty good, right? So was this under the Marvel brand? No, it was just called New Universe. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh-huh. you think it would have done better if they just put Marvel like on the in the corner of the? Let me just check comic. a cover. <laughs> let me just let me just check. Hang on. Oh no, it's got Marvel in the cover. It's got oh, Marvel. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So it still didn't do yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So it must have done okay to run for three years. I guess so. Yeah. Um, and they what well, it? I don't know. It, but at the same time, I guess if you've got the success of Marvel behind you, yeah, you can sort of trial something out. For oh, that's a while. true. Yeah. They also did some stuff like they there was a. A couple of years after that, after the white event, they had the black event where, in the in the uh, in the series, in the in the universe, Pittsburgh was destroyed. Right, uh, and that coincidentally is Jim Shooter's hometown. That's I don't know if that was related at all. It sounds related. Yeah, it sounds related, right? <laughs> and then there was some. Then there was a massive war. Kind of it was all, and then it sort of just ran out of steam. If you had to recommend any or none of this, what would you recommend? I would recommend none of it, but. <laughs> Uh, a few years ago, Warren Ellis is a, one of my favorite writers. Yeah, uh, he started a series called New Universal, or one word, right? And it took a lot of those concepts, but instead of making it eight different comic books that you all had to collect, yeah, uh, it was just the one. And okay. again, it, ne- it never it was never finished. I think, uh, I think Ellis lost a whole bunch of stuff in a hard drive crash, like a lot of scripts ah, and things sucks. like that. Yeah. And so the story sort of ended. But it's it was called New Universal, and there was a spin-off called New Universal Shockfront that was also very good. Right. Okay. Um, they also uh, the the how the I think the the best ending for the New Universe was that again there there were very there weren't it was supposed to be set entirely in its own universe, mm. but it was it did exist in the Marvel multiverse. Right. Right. And so at one point, uh, uh, Quasar. Remember Quasar? No. He had quantum bands. He could. He's like a. He's like a Green Lantern, except there's only one of him. Okay. Uh, anyway, he um, he travelled to the new universe and kind of got stuck in it, and then he um, he eventually escaped the the new universe, and then it was brought to the attention of this cosmic being in the Marvel universe called the Stranger, mm. who is kind of like he's like the Watcher, but he sort of tinkers with the universe. Okay. And and, and experiments with people and stuff like that, and he actually basically. Captured, he, he captured the entire Earth from the new universe mm. and sort of trapped it in a pocket dimension near his laboratory. Like his, and basically, so um, the Living Tribunal, who's like a god in the Marvel Universe, was like, what have you done? I'm, mm. now, I'm declaring this off, off limits to everybody. So like it's now trapped in the Marvel Universe. And it's still in there. So the, the, the new universe universe still exists yeah. on its own, but the Earth containing all the characters is... is off limits to everybody in the entire multiverse. Like you cannot access it anymore. Like I was just looking. Never... It seems like they've done some stuff with Starbrand and that though. Like he has. They, he, kind they of made a, they made an appearance back. in the Exiles. I don't know if you remember. No. The Exiles was like this. Um, it was like Sliders, but for Marvel. Oh. It was a team of. It was a. Te- it was ever, sort of an ever changing roster of superheroes. Yeah. Who would who were going through various parallel universes to sort of right various wrongs in the okay. in, in the in the universe. And at one point, they do go to not the original new universe, but a variant of the new universe, right? Okay, right, like right. an alternate version of that. Oh, so it's not the original. No, but it was also brand. it was also seemingly a world that was set in the stuck in the eighties. Yes, so, pretty good, right? So much new coke. Yeah, loved it. Cool. Well, that yeah. sounds interesting in mm. terms of how it played out. 
Yeah, but also uninteresting story wise. I mean, it's just kind, it's just kind of generic. Like it was. Yeah. Don't go back. Don't go back. Go to New Universal. In in Warren Ellis's version, it's basically the the white event was this sort of. There is there's uh, the premise is that there's this sort of gigantic structure like this this interdimensional structure in the universe built by some sort of forces unknown. Right. Like millions of years ago, it's like this million light year across kind of web of like you know, in, in hyperspace. Mm. And when an element of it crosses over into a, you know, through a through a planet or through a dimension, that means that that dimension is sort of going to be elevated into like a, you know, more a, more like a, like a metaphysical kind of a, like an elevated plane, like an evolved plane kind of thing. Right. But in order to adapt humanity to this, you know, this evolved universe, it has to send kind of, like it, it has to sort of empower some individuals across the world with superpowers so they can uh, so they can help humanity adjust. And so one's a star brand, and one's okay, a night mask, and sure. one's a et cetera, et cetera. And that, it, it played out a lot better. It made a lot more sense than what you just explained it. Then correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. Sounds okay. Pretty good, right? Pretty, pretty, pretty okay. Pretty great, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty okay. Yeah. What's the next? What do you want to talk about next? What do you got? Oh, I got Give some, me options. some options. Okay. I'm going to give you uh, the Impact Universe. What else? Uh, comics Greatest World, hmm. Continuity Comics, mm-hmm. Milestone Comics. It sounds like you want to talk about Milestone Comics, but what do you want to talk about? Uh, let's go in order. Let's talk about Impact Comics. <laughs> okay. So uh, there used to be a comic... Uh, there's, the, the Impact comic characters are comic characters that... It, it's, they're from this... They're from like... A, they're like Valiant. They're like a universe that won't die. Like it's a bunch of characters. It's a bunch of intellectual property that has sort of gone back and forth through various companies over the years and... They're to varying degrees of success. Right. They used to be owned uh, by a company called MLJ Comics, mm. uh, and who later became Archie Comics, and so they okay. were the Archie Comics superheroes for a while. Um, and they would occasionally make appearances in Archie Comics. Right. But they would also they had their own separate universes. Um, and then in the nineties, DC wanted to make like a more all ages kind of comic universe because mm. their comics were getting kind of dark and gritty at the time. So sure. like, well, let's, well, let's make one for kids. Mm. Uh, and so they contacted Archie and they licensed out all the all the okay. the Archie comic superheroes. Was this a temporary thing? Yes. Okay. I say that not knowing if it was. <laughs> no, I think it was. Sure. Uh, but it was a lending as opposed to a yeah, buying. It was a, yeah, it was a lending, yeah. not a buying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and, and so it became the, the Impact Universe, which had... It was basically they took all the names and they gave them new looks and new origins and new a new continuity basically. Okay, sure. And it was this one for kids, and it was uh, I had a really I I was like a teen or a tween at the time. Yeah, and uh, it was a, it was a real good universe. So we early had early like, nineties. You wouldn't have been a teen in the nineties. In the early nineties. Oh sure. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Go so, on. So yeah. uh, so, but what what it was good about this universe, I think, is that it sort of. All the characters were new, yeah, and the universe was new. But they they acted like it wasn't new, like it had been a universe that had existed for a while. Right, so right, we had right. we had this this modern day universe where all these superheroes started appearing. But it wasn't the first appearance of the superheroes. Like in the fifties, there was a team uh, called the American Crusaders, yeah, who would who had already existed, and they had all you know sort of mysteriously disappeared. Right, and then you know decades had passed, and there was this new. You know, brand superheroes. They weren't the same. They weren't the same. Team, there were some yeah. shared elements. Sure. So uh, the 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 character, the Shield. Oh yeah, was, I know the, the Shield. The, well, the Shield was predates Captain America. 
by actually really? cut by like a year, oh, I think. Isn't that, you'd mentioned that's why they changed the shape of his bloody Yeah, so shield, Captain, yeah. Captain America's first, in Captain America's first appearance, his shield is like a medieval-style shield. Yeah, like a crest. Right, it's like a yeah. crest kind of shield. Mm. And, but, and the creators of The Shield, whose mm. kind of chest emblem is that yeah. sort of crest shield, they were like, you have to change it. And so he got the circular shield. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the shield sort of was the original star-spangled yes. American kind of superhero. Yeah. And so he was in the part of this original team of American crusaders. Yeah. That they, you know, the, the, these some of these characters already existed. Some were new that they'd said, okay, these characters existed in the 50s kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then they were like, okay, well, that happened in, in the past, but now there's a new shield, like... The American right, government right. have decided they're going to build a new shield, so they built a new sh- a shield suit, and they're like, "Now get out and do so some." So this superhero. is more tech, and it's more. This one is very much. He's a, not a super soldier, basically. No, he's he's just a man. In, he's a man in a in a sort of indestructible suit with like a force field generator. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then there That's was yeah, and there was like it was, there was a lot of sci-fi elements. There was a little bit of mysterious magic, mm. uh, but yeah, it was a lot of high tech stuff. So one of the one of the good elements again about this universe that had you know, was already set in. Yeah. One of the characters that I really enjoyed, it was a character called The Web, mm. and he was not one man, but he was an organisation. So right. in the in the 50s, they had the American Crusaders, mm. and the government's like, well, we need somebody to keep tabs on this, on this, uh, you know, this super team. So they created an identity called The Shield, which was a guy in like this golden suit of armour. But it was actually a whole bunch of different people. And a different person would wear it every every time, time. yeah. Ah. And so they would they would put him in the suit, and they would go off and be like, "Hey, I'm the web. Why don't I why don't I join your superhero team?" And it was kind of like spying on the commies kind of right, situation. Right, right, right. But what happened is when we when we sort of catch up to this universe, when this in the '90s when we catch up to this universe, yeah, the web like their budget's been cut because there's been no superheroes in decades, <laughs> and so it's just like they're just like doing surveillance on biker gangs and like, yeah, yeah. you know, just like doing the occasional drug bust and like their budget is such that they can only activate their super powers for like 15 minutes at a time kind of <laughs> That's thing. That's really interesting. That was kind of I interesting. Like that, and then, yeah. But then all of a sudden more superheroes arrive and they're like, okay, you get, we're going to kind of, uh, you know, we're going to bring the budget back. We're going to introduce new recruits. So it was kind of like, mm. uh, you know, the old there's this old guard uh, old guard and one is kind of one's gone too deep into like this this undercover operation he's like an old bikey kind of guy yeah, yeah. and one's like a like a hippie yeah because yeah. he's he's gone back on like he's a pacifist now whatever sure and they have to team up with these new recruits who don't care for him and think they're old fashioned and, and these aren't back. like clones of the same guy they're actually different yeah it's people. all different people it's like yeah, recruits yeah. they're like you know ex army recruits and sure stuff like gotcha that. Yeah, yeah and so we had like the comet who who was in like a like an accident in the in the North Pole and he gained sort of you know, flight and energy beam powers and stuff like that. We had sure. the Jaguar who had magic powers. We had the fly who could turn into a sort of a f- armored fly man because of a magic amulet. Um, it was pretty, it was, pretty right. it was a bit silly, yeah. It sa- doesn't sound like exclusively aimed at kids though. No. Um, I mean, it was definitely, it was quite lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, that was probably the, the key there. But, but was it, was, was the way it was written, was it kind of like, this is too simple for adults? Was it that kind of... Look, I'd have to go back and reread it sure. to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it's it's one of those things where your your brain fills in the blanks. Right. And I'm sure I thought it was amazing writing at the yeah, time, yeah. but I bet. Although they there was some interesting twists. I don't know if it was a deliberate kind of playing with the former. They just felt like it at the time. They, what they did is they introduced the first raft of superheroes. Yeah. And then like, we're going to introduce some more, you know, 
a few months down the track. And one of the characters was a character called the Black Hood, and he was like a Punisher kind of character. Mm. And he wore like a again like a red armored suit, and he had this black hood with with red eyes, and he carried a whole bunch of guns. Sure. And he would make he would make an, like a guest appearance. He would appear in the comet, mm. and he would like you know have a shootout with the comet or whatever. And then they'd come to an uneasy alliance kind of thing or whatever. Sure. He's like, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna make a team. I'm gonna go all these superheroes together. We're gonna make a team like the Crusaders back in the day, right? Yeah. And then it'd be like coming in three months, Black Hood number one, right? And then he would make an appearance somewhere else, and he would fight the you know the other superhero and say, I'm going to form up a team and it'd be like coming in two months, Black Hood number one or whatever. And it would keep going. And then in Black Hood number one, he's shot in the head and he's killed. Like in the, in the first issue. And then the, then the hood is passed along to somebody else. Right. And it turns out that the power was, like it was never in him in the first place. He was just sort of a pawn of this magical hood. Ah. You put it on and it contains it contains the skill set and the, the spirits of all the, the men who wore it beforehand. Right, right. But then it then this the actual series the actual Black Hood series was just people getting the hood, Dying. wearing it for a while, either being terrified of what it turned them into and giving it away or being riddled with bullets <laughs> and replaced. Would you see them riddled with bullets? Was that kind of universe? Ah, uh, well, so the the first Walt, the first character was a guy called Walt Sidmanson. He was the first one we right. see, the one who's like, "We're gonna, I'm gonna get this team together," kind of thing. And he is shot in the head. And so from that point forward, one of the one of the red hoods, or one of the black hoods' eyes is like bigger, like really big, because that's right. where he's shot. Through. So that's he's got a massive blood stain in his head. Um, it wasn't super bloody. Yeah. It was, you know, the, the kind of kid That kind of sounds cool. I, it was, I it was kind like of a fun universe. How long did it last? Uh, a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. And, it was and a, a poor sales is what killed it. I was going to say, is yeah. What's the, is generally what the case is. I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what it normally yeah, is, isn't it? generally yeah. boils down to. They were going to reboot it in this uh, storyline called The Crucible. Yeah. And it was going to be like, okay, this is this is going to be Impact Comics 2.0. We're yeah. We're going to start it again. But in, in the end, they were like, no, nah, let's just can it. It's pretty... Fuck pretty it. good. Yeah. <laughs> but again, if you were if you are going to read any of that, I'd probably say the Comet was my favorite. Okay. Uh, the Web again because it's got the fun little, fun little, fun little twist there. Little twist, mate. Little twist. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all pretty. I good. bet they're probably not on Comicsology. I'd imagine. I'm going to check right now. All right then. Yeah, that's right. How do, how do you like that? I'm okay with it. Okay, good. I'll also check. Yeah. Although now they are back because again, this is the universe that can't die. Right. So right. like a few years ago. Those characters were reintegrated in the DC universe as proper. So the web, but they, but again, they kept the names. They changed all the, yeah, the look yeah. and the properties and whatever. And so the web, taking sort of cues from the the previous version, he was a, like a like a billionaire style, you know, Bruce Wayne style guy, who people would send requests for help via the web, right, as you right. might imagine. And then he would either go at him himself, or he would issue somebody or like a like a suit of web armor and like with with like a technical manual and like technical support and they could go and fight the crimes themselves. Okay. It's pretty it was That's interesting. That's pretty cool. I like I that. I know, right? Oh, there's Black Hood. Yeah, Black Hood's on here. Cool. The shield, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is and, some of that. There is yeah, some and, stuff. Yeah, and here. um yeah, and they uh, and I think that was that went up and down kind of thing and now there is another imprint. It's called uh Dark Circle Comics. Right. Which is uh from what I've seen very good. Okay. Uh, there was a one of the one of the Archie Comics characters called the Fox mm. came back a few years ago in a series called Fox Freak Magnet, which is basically about him. Uh, he makes this realization that was, like he was just this mild mannered guy, and as soon as he puts he became a superhero, all these lunatics just started coming out of the woodwork and attack him, <laughs> and now he can't have a normal life because people are just 
constantly just constantly at him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Real good, man. I'm seeing it with the uh, the Black Hood. Mm-hmm. Like the second issue. The first issue, he's got two regular sized red eyes. And the second issue, he's got one, <laughs> one, <laughs> one bigger one shot. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool. He's very kind of Spawn-esque. A little bit, yeah. I mean, and this is before Spawn, I presume. Or maybe not. Mm. I don't know. No I've, way of knowing. No, there isn't. That's unfortunate, mm-hmm. yeah, isn't right. it? Yeah, right. How about... You and said we, in order. Okay, we'll do it in order. Okay, have, have a comic, we'll talk about Comics Greatest World, which was Dark Horse's superhero imprint. Right. Uh, which this came out right at the height of the, the comic book speculator craze. Yes. And a lot of people were like, again, a lot of people were like, well, they're just cashing in. Right. It took Because I think it took them several years. They, they came up with the idea for Comics Greatest World several years before this, this speculator craze hit. Yeah. But I think it took them so long to put everything together that uh, people were like, you're just cashing in. But I think it was a coincidence. Oh, right, they were yeah. already kind of doing it. But basically, Comics Greatest World was... It was it was set in America, but in this weird America yeah. where there was like four like very strange kind of cities. Like, mm. in the, you know, the kind of the cities had their own personality. What do you mean? Like the same way that Gotham Metropolis... Yeah, like that kind of thing. Kind I think they were kind of built around, okay, we need a new Gotham, we need a new Metropolis right, right. kind of thing. So it was like Arcadia, uh, the Golden City, mm. uh, Cinnabar Flats, Steel Harbor. Right. And each each one had their own superheroes, uh, some of which are more memorable than others, mm. some of which... The ones ha- you remember. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, some of them have lived on unexpectedly and some have just disappeared without trace. Yeah. Some of them crossed over like... Um, Dark Horse had the mask uh, uh, license for a while. Right, and So right. the mask met a number of these characters. Sure. Uh, uh, but, yeah, some of them have appeared. Some of them disappeared without trace. Um, so Arcadia was like, was pretty much, was kind of the Gotham. It was like all corrupt politicians and like organized crime and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had, they had a character called Ghost. Whatever, I'll, you know, I'll show you some photos. Show me a picture. So that's, the, that's Ghost right there. Can't really see that from here. It's just like a blue smear. Oh, I think you might have severe, severe <laughs> visual visual impairments. What if? What would I type in to see that? Uh, Dark Horse Ghost, probably. Uh, and she's kind of like a woman who believed she had died, but uh, and come back as a ghost. But it was. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. It's kind of it's a bit Spider Gwen the costume. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah. many years beforehand, and she had a yeah. couple of blazing forty five automatics, and she could you know turn invisible and walk through walls and stuff like that. So she had some ghost powers. She did have say. some ghost powers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. By Spider Gwen, I mean she's got a hood. That's 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 the similarity. Yeah, exactly. There. White costume white Spider. Costume, yeah, yeah. yeah, but and I like that design. Uh, but of though. course, and, yeah. Again, she she thought she was killed by uh, she thought she was killed and resurrected by a ghost. But of course, it was the nineties, so her powers were the result of a nanovirus. Of course, back in the day, but an alien nanovirus, if I recall. Well, that was yeah, what yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. We also had X, who was kind of like a. It's got the X over his face. Yeah. Again, so. it's kind of a spawn esque, uh, mysterious. One of the huge, one of the huge, the mysteries of this whole comics greatest world was who is X? Who is he? Because you never see his face. Spoiler alert: I can't remember who he was. <laughs> I don't think it was significant. In fact, I think I remember looking it up several times and going, "I don't know who this guy is." <laughs> so this probably means something to someone. Yeah, but not me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, totally. Okay, so we had Steel Harbor, which was like. I can't think. Uh, again, it, it's they're all they're all a little bit Gotham City, but sure. it's kind of like 
the it was it was, it was the docks. It was yeah. Imagine, just imagine all the docks. It was <laughs> like that, or like uh, sort of waterfront city. Yeah, kind of a yeah. waterfront kind of city, like pollution and just all crumbling warehouses and factories and like you know, uh, and yeah, it was kind of like more of a. It was it was like a post-apocalyptic world where there was no apocalypse. Sure, it was just rule this of law, kind of is. wild, you know, wild wild west. Now the the standout character from Steel Harbor was of course the very memorable barbed wire. Oh, this is that universe. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Right. Now yeah. I never saw that movie. Uh-huh. Does she have powers or something? No, no, she's just a real tough broad. I so see. she so the the most she's barbed wire is probably the most famous uh escapee from Comics Greatest World because she had the movie with Pamela Lee, yeah. Pamela Anderson Lee, whatever she was at the time. Yeah. Um, Who got the real barbed wire tattoo? Yeah, she did. Yeah. I don't know whether that was that's related, right. Yeah. yeah. So if you recall, uh, barbed wire was she's essentially she is a tough as nails bar owner, and oh. she doesn't take no crap from nobody. I wouldn't and think so. You don't call her babe because that's the worst thing you can do because she's uh you know she's a strong independent woman. And the opening scene of that movie is her in her bar. Everybody knows this. On like a Every like a trapeze is, swing yeah, yeah. in a leather dress being hosed down <laughs> as like some sort of performance piece. While um while word, the cameo song Word Up, but a cover by her corn? husband Tommy Lee. Oh, not the corn version? No, no, no. Uh, by Tommy Lee is amazing. playing. And it's just it's real weird and I could not tell you the rest of the plot of the movie for a million dollars. I have seen it, <laughs> but who knows? Um, that is great. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a bit Harley Quinn. She's got the baseball bat. I'm seeing some. Of yeah, the she's a little and... bit. She's a little bit Harley Quinn. She's a little bit, I guess, Tank Girl. Yeah, it's that kind of universe, right? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So that's not a terrible character, though. Is that right? In the comic books, not a terrible. Yeah, that's character. right. Sure, right, yeah. I shouldn't uh-huh. specify. It. Right, right, right. I remember this barbed wire outfit, uh-huh. <laughs> like the Pamela Anderson yep. one. That is something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what tank girl wasn't in this universe? No. Okay. You would think so. She's very much got that look. Yeah, right? absolutely. Oh man, mm. who else existed in this weird universe? Uh that people would remember. Let me think. Uh, Not necessarily. No. Look, I tell you this though, Mason. Yes. While you're thinking about it, okay. Barbed wire is an Australian invention. It's an really? Australian invention. Oh, it is too. Yeah. There you go. We know somebody involved in the production of Comics Greatest World. Oh, we do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll uh, talk about that later. Bloody, <laughs> that later. Well, I, I hope. I certainly hope we did it justice. I, I, I can't say how we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, Cinnabar Flats was like a kind of a Salt Flats kind of, kind of like a Utah kind of Area Fifty One kind of universe. Right. It was right. home to this this character called the Vortex, who again released that nanovirus in the forties, uh, and you know all sorts of. It was more a. It was sort of a yeah, it was sort of like an Area Fifty One no go kind of like zone. It was right. like this place is off limits because it's just filled with just swarms of monsters and just crazy. So that interests me. Yeah, like right. That. Exactly. That's right. Really cool, yeah. yeah. Golden City was basically like like a utopia, but with a city underbelly. Oh. Well, not really. I mean, it was just. It was a pretty good place. Mostly, but there was like it, it was sort of that. It's sort of that universe where it's like the elite live in these ivory towers, and people are like, oh my god, if we want to thrive in this world in America we should go there and it's kind of like you know gotcha there was like a, a like a squatter city I think yeah, yeah and it's sort of the city had barricaded itself off from the rest of the world um and like the government's like what's going on in this city like we don't trust it kind of 
We don't yeah. like your big walls. Yeah, so it was like it was kind of like yeah, it was kind of this this universe where it's this this city where it's like, you know, it's it's this golden utopia, but it's all going to come crashing down, kind of thing. Right. But right. I don't think it really lasted long enough for it to come oh, crashing come down. Crashing so down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So is this also a case of sales and just bad timing in terms of like with the was the, the comic book kind of crash happen and then? Yeah, it- I also feel at the time, uh, yeah, like. Most most of the t- look mo- again we 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 talked about speculative mania. Most of the titles were cancelled after that ended, right? Right. And I think it might. And I again, I don't think it was a case of like, well, we gotta, you know, why bother making these if we're not gonna make everybody millionaires or whatever. I think it was just a case of, mm. uh, you know, the the, cra- the the comic book industry comic book industry crashed. Yeah. And they're like, well, we gotta we gotta cancel this. We can't. We can't sure, get making that's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else is on your list of things? Oh, continuity comics. That's that's one of this was one of my favorites as a kid because it's bad. Well, I mean it's bad now. <laughs> sure. But if the continuity comics was the brainchild of Neil Adams, okay, who we know as we know for two things. Yep. Number one, 1970s shirtless Batman, yeah. hairy chested shirtless Batman keeps the mask on, fighting with a curved sword. Always probably. fighting with a curved sword. <laughs> but he was like he was like the premier Batman right hand artist in the seventies. Like it just an incre- like an incredible kind of pho- pseudo photorealistic kind of style. Okay, you know what, I mean? what year was this? Sorry, Batman. No, the oh this, this particular uh, era. They started in eighty. Continuity comics. Started what year in 80- was Batman? What year did they do all the there's Batman? No, there's no way of knowing. <laughs> Continuity comics started in I think 1984. Okay, but it didn't do a lot for a while, and then it kicked off sort of in the 90s. Right, right, right. Um, but it was so he, Neil Adams known for two things: Batman artist back yeah. in the day. That that great look. But also, he's that guy. He's the guy who believes that Earth is hollow and expanding. Yes. And Which I only found about found out recently. Right, me too. Right. There yeah. are people who think that the world is hollow and filled yeah. with monsters. Like, Something it, like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and I no, there's another civilization that lives in there. Oh right. right. Yeah. I bet and it's, it's pretty slightly good. expanding all the time. Oh no. Or Which, good. Depending it's on what. Probably bad. You think. Yeah. Right. And so. Yeah, and I mean, and Neil Adams also, he's hes one of those guys who's big on creators' rights and stuff like that, which I yep. think is one of the reasons Fantastic. he started the universe, yeah. uh, which is great, but also he created Continuity Comics. And so he didn't he didn't write... He's done a lot of good things yeah. and this And crap. also Continuity co- <laughs> Comics. It, it is a very interesting universe because everybody had to adopt the artistic style of Neil Adams. That's a difficult thing it is to very, do, like, It's it? a very interesting... If you didn't know any better, if they took all the, the cover credits off, you would assume that he wrote and drew all of these. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, really? So they actually did a good job they're quite good. And I think he style. also went in and he retouched a lot of stuff. Sure. And he... Uh, Gave he, that Neil Adams flourish. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, he Hollow kind Earth of... flourish. Oh, boy. And he sort of... Uh, he would you know, work on the scripts of everything and, like, he, he kind of... So he oversaw the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he oversaw the kind of whole thing. Did um, he finance this? Who, who did this? Like, because that's a... Oh, uh, I think he had... A, it was... A, he, he, before this, he had a studio called Continuity Associates and he worked with, uh, like, another guy from DC called Dick Giordano. Right. Uh, and I think that could have sort of kicked off a lot of careers and I think maybe he made a lot of money from that and this and so continuity comics oh, is basically his vanity project. What why do you think all these these didn't work or didn't take off and then you got something like image that did? What's the difference? Oh, that's a really good question because I should have saved that till after the last No, no, that's one. that's good. Um I was going to say because because it, continuity comics like cuz there's names behind these, do you know what I mean? There's names yeah. and there's talent and there's good ideas yeah. a lot of the time. 
Well, that is a good question. Maybe it's, it might even just be marketing. I mean, right, yeah. when Image Comics came out, everybody knew about Image. Yeah. But not everybody knew about Continuity Comics. No. As just an, as, as an example. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because, like, in terms of... The, the 90s were, were good for a couple of things, like very dynamic art, which was not necessarily good. It was just big <laughs> and splashy. Sure. Terrible dialogue. Right. Uh, pouches. Pouches of, yeah... Uh, Gun belts. Gun belts, gore and violence, uh, just nonsensical dialogue. Yeah. And like... Flowy cakes. Image had all that stuff. Continuity also had all that stuff. You know what? One thing might have been consistency. Like, continuity comics, despite the name, (laughs) did not really operate (laughs) continuously. Uh, So there was uh, one particular one that I remember. There was a a series called Armour, which was about... Two brothers, and they were abduct- abducted by aliens, and one was sent to work in the mines, the alien mines, and one was sent as a like a gladiator-style warrior, and they were both given superpowers. And the one who was sent to in work the- in a mine, yeah, like laser cutty powers. I don't know, doesn't matter. Sure. It's a, it was a bad idea. Uh, look, it was a whole the whole thing was a bad idea because the one you who just was- said here's a shovel, mate. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get on the- well, that's the thing. And the one who was sent to work in- go in the gladiator battles, he was called Armor. Yeah. And the one who was sent to work in the mines, he was given the name Silver Streak. <laughs> Which isn't really a good. That's not really a good mining name. Now that I think about it. His name anyway, so armor. This this story about this this super violent armored guy. He, were, were they kidnapped as adults or kids and then raised kids. in these? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, armor released was was thirteen issues, I think, all up mm. over seven years. <laughs> right. That, that took you a minute. That took you a minute even to comprehend. Did, right. I did my brain kind of. You went no. I'll seven, you went oh seven months. That's quite good. Oh no, wait, it's the bigger one. Yeah, because <laughs> people complained when okay, for example, the Dark Knight three is coming out and they they miss they miss months. Yeah, right. Exactly. And people yeah. lose their shit, but yeah. thirteen issues. Right. Exactly. Seven. So there's, how do you even remember the continuity of that? Continuity comics. Good. Yeah. God, was it worth it in the end? I really like the other. Was it? There was no. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> the, I mean, uh, continuity com- comics also brought. Out, uh, we've mentioned it before, Crazy Man, which is a character you could never release these days. Isn't he just crazy? He's just crazy. <laughs> he's just a guy who's very, and he's like comically crazy, and like like he he switches between like violent raging and, and like simpering in a corner kind of thing. Sure, and like and again, he's just he's he's sort of a government agent, but they just drop him into a hot spot, yeah, around the world, and just wait for him to go crazy. <laughs> and he's not like super strong, but he's like. He's uninhibited, so he seems stronger sure. than he is. Yeah, he had a he had like a female sidekick, and there was like a running gag. This is this is the kind of level of violence you you expect. There was a running gag where he would tear her eye out, and it happened more than once. I recall, like it happened like maybe Did she three... then get it back. With, what, yeah, what? it was always the same eye. It was always the same character, and then she'd have to go get it sewn back in. I it. guess so. Yeah, I don't. I never recall if it was like a bionic eye or if it right. was. But it was that that one of the. I think. It might have been there were there were two kind of big bruiser kind of characters. There was Armor and another guy called Megalith. I think it was Armor again. Yeah. Where his hand gets cut off and then shredded in a blender. So it was that kind of like it was this weird mix of gore and just bizarre. I mean, the art was great. Sure. Right? That sound yeah. The, uh, you know what also probably killed continuity comics. Again, speculative madness, but it was probably the sales of thirteen comics over seven right, years. Yeah. I'd imagine, and also, but also, 
if you look at like a, a collected works, because I I remember a few years ago, I'm like, I'm going to read all of continuity. I'm going to give it give it another whirl. Was, is I'm, there a lot of it? Not really. Doesn't no. sound like there would there's be. A couple, yeah. There's a hundred ish, maybe issues. That's not that but much, that's the yeah. thing. Like I'm like, I'll I'll try and track them down. And there's so many storylines that never finished. Uh, and yeah. they're like, there was there was two big. Uh, there was two big major storylines that were like 20 issues each that were multiple, like cross, crossed over through every series. There was one called Death Watch 2000 and there was one called The Reign of Magic, I think. And those both went, I, I'm pretty sure they both went 19 issues and then the, the last one just never came out. <laughs> so you built, and so you'd have to cross over and read all of these issues yeah. and they finally never happened. And like, again, this there's like dead ends, this continuity. So it'd be like, as happened in Death Watch 2000 issue 20, and you'd go, did that come out? <laughs> like, and there's this scared, this precious little information. So I think maybe at the time they were like, oh, that's definitely going to come out. So we'll just refer to it here, yeah. and it never really did. Right, right. Kind of thing. Um, so this went for what ten years? Was well, that it long? technically it was like eighty four to ninety four. Okay, but I think the 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 it major, was done before. Yeah, like, like I think the, the bulk the, of the damage was done. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also they they also did the uh, like oh that's what I was saying so like I so I went and I went back to it and I'm, I looked up like oh here's the whole the whole bibliography like all of them together and like there's so many there'll be there'll be like one particular series and there'll be six issues but they all have like whole like each of them has five variant covers so there'll be like oh, a hologram man. cover and there'll be like a like a chrome plated cover and there'll be a glow in the dark cover and there'll be trading cards and there was one point they had covers made out of Tyvek which is like this Tyvek it's like they make they make like um like postage bags out of it it's, it's supposedly indestructible it's that weird white tough stuff you know what I'm talking about is it like a like a cloth or a mesh what are we somewhere in the middle okay but it's like they're like our comic covers are indestructible now right what a weird gimmick. Why? At one point, one of the gimmicks was like a hypercolor kind of no, cover yeah, yeah. where it was like you you put your hand on it and warm it up and you'll see the villain for this. You'll see the secret villain or whatever and nobody could ever get them to work. No, I uh, imagine. There was, they did those, I guess, I don't know, what do you call them, like stereoscopic <laughs> covers where you you look at the me, look at the massive like colors and shapes and then eventually something pops out at you. Oh, like the magic eye. Magic kind of eye stuff. kind of situation. Oh, there was a lot of those. those. Um <laughs> Look, I would say, look, don't go back because it makes no sense. If you just want to watch, read one, just a quick burst of insanity. Yeah. There was a there was a series. I think it was only seven issues, maybe. It was called Cyber Rad. <laughs> so nineties, and it was basically a guy. He was like a like a metalhead rocker guy. Like imagine like skinny jeans and like vet, denim vest with no Cyber shirt. Cyber Rad. I'm looking at Cyber Rad two R's. Uh, and like feathered hair with like a like fe- like a feathered mullet with like a white streak through it anyway he loses his memory uh he he wakes up one day he's missing a whole bunch of memory and he's been replaced with a whole like his body's been replaced with a whole bunch of cyborg parts right and like it makes zero sense and like he's being pursued by a killer robot oh look at that hair it makes no sense but the art is incredible and like he's got all these cybernetic weapons and stuff like that I and think it, oh, I can see that type of cover where you touch it and it changes. Right. Or it's like a holographic tilt cover yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is very... <laughs> I, it's kind of upsetting. I feel like I'm going to get a seizure looking at this. <laughs> but you reckon to get a taste of that universe? Yeah, if you want to track down... Like, again, the art is great. Yeah. Uh, 
But again, you will none of that. You will if you read any of these, you will not get any kind of finale out of any of these because they're <laughs> Just all. Just know that going in, yeah. it's very unsatisfying. Yeah, probably. Don't oh, look bother. at that holographic cover. Yeah, man, so good. Is there another one there? Or is that There's the one, one more. I didn't really look into. Well, I mean, I, I'm. I'm like, I'm so, this was my favourite one, so I don't even have to look into it. But then I'm like, I should probably look into it. Remember the Milestone universe? Yes, I remember. So Milestone yeah. was, uh, I want to say Black DC, but that's not fair. <laughs> like it's <laughs> Right. But like, you, you know that like DC is like a very, like it's a super white universe. Right? Sure it is, yeah. And I guess they were like, well, we need comics that have more, I guess, like minority representation. Like that, I, I because th- it was founded by um, the late Dwayne McDuffie and Dennis Cowan and a couple of other people. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well, minorities are severely, rep- mis- uh, I guess, underrepresented in American comics. Sure. Uh, so let's let's make this. But it was weird to me. Like, it's an, it was an imprint of DC, but it wasn't. They weren't like, okay, let's incorporate all these characters into the it mainstream DC. It was a separate thing. universe, which is weird, right? But it's, some it of a, these characters. It was a segregated universe. <laughs> but some of these characters have crossed over. Like, Static Shock is obviously. It's just static. I just want Sorry, to be clear. Sorry, <laughs> I've said made a mistake before. People call him Static Shock, though. That's true, they do, yeah. yeah. Like, he's he's obviously, you know, he transcends time and space and race, doesn't That's he? That's true, he does, Jaden yeah. Smith but, might but play him in a movie. Yeah, but essentially Milestone, uh, the universe, it, it was set in this, for most for the most part, it was set in this fictional city called Dakota, mm. uh, which was like, a, again, sort of a Gotham City-style thing. And basically, the government... Uh, at Bloody the time, government. yeah, exactly. They they try to suppress a riot with this experimental gas, <laughs> and it creates this the event called this uh, the event called the Big Bang, which gives a whole bunch of people superhuman powers. And there's also uh, some aliens arriving from other planets. There's a guy who builds a super suit. Well, this is all very coincidental. It's very coincidental, <laughs> right? But you know what? Milestone was really good. Okay, yeah, sure. I, I would recommend I would recommend seeing how much you can track down. Of, okay, of this. Um, yeah, they eventually crossed over in the DC universe uh, in an event called Worlds Collide. Yeah, someone's fighting Superman here. I was. Is it? Is it Icon? Has he got a cape on? I cannot see. Okay, great. It's a green cape if he's wearing That's, a cape. That is Icon. That is Icon. So yeah. uh, Icon was a guy called Augustus Freeman. He arrived uh, on Earth uh, during. Uh, he arrived in America during the time of slavery, and right. his uh, sort of like Superman, but he arrived as an adult. Yeah. And kind of his his uh, computers like. Uh, te- his, his spaceship's technology kind of adjusted him to look like the closest human at the time right, who was yep, an yep. African-American guy. And so he was sort of subject to slavery and, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so he, and he eventually became Augustus Freeman, mm. freed slave. Gotcha. And then he he's incredibly long-lived, so he sort of survived to... Did he kind of keep a low profile until the 90s? Yes, he did, yeah. yeah. But, and also he he always claimed to be... His own son, right? So he eventually became Augustus Freeman the third, I think, or the fourth. Gotcha. Yeah, yep. and so and he had he uh, got a a sidekick called Rocket. Uh, he gave her a piece of his uh, alien technology, and she gained superpowers as well. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy called Hardware. Does he actually look like something else? Yeah, he's kind of a Martian Manhunter-looking guy. Right. Okay. But yeah. generally speaking, he can't change back. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so he he's the equivalent of the Superman in this universe. Yeah. We had. Um, I, don't, I actually don't. That's a pretty interesting. I like that backstory. It's a great backstory. Yeah. And we had a guy. Uh, we had. Um, oh, Curtis Metcalf is the guy. He he's like a he was like a sort of a technology prodigy, mm. and he's you know raised by this uh, uh, company, this technology company CEO, mm. uh, and then you know he he makes all these innovations for the company, and then then he's like, hey, can I get a, a better piece of this? 
right, prophet right. or whatever and the guy's like no and he's like ooh and then he looks into the guy and it turns out the guy's like you know criminal mastermind etc cetera, etc cetera. so he builds a suit of technology to kind of fight back and he becomes hardware okay and that's sure. a, that's a real good series that was probably my favorite how long did this go for 50 issues probably like four four years maybe four years. something okay. like that okay mm. so what but yeah. it was but it's actually well regarded and goes somewhere and finishes yes sort of mm. somewhat i agree no i don't know what i'm saying I'm oh asking. no it does yeah, yes. yeah it does yeah founded 93 so yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. there you go and obviously static shock the oh, name dear. of the comic static uh it was originally just called static oh, and then when static. he then it was there we go and then in the on the there was a relaunch and it was uh, the, the comic book se- the cartoon series he was in was called static shock yes and then they're like well this is quite popular let's bring him into the dc universe proper and then the series was called static shock let yeah it says here that um there's a limited series in 2010 called milestone forever yep and in january 2015 uh they haven't decided whether Milestone has officially begun publishing new content, but they're hoping to. I'm all for that, but actually. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't look like they've gone beyond that. Mm. So, hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. out of all these universes, Universe yep. I, would you say this is the one this to... Is uh, the, this is the, the best one, I think. But the yeah. one that you should read if you're going to choose any? Yes. I mean, there's the most issues to get through. Right. But I think it's the highest quality. It's got the best creators. Uh, they had they all had a chance to evolve naturally, I think. Right, right. Uh Nobody involved in the creation was a lunatic, so that's a, a bit of a bonus. Publicly, yeah, that's probably true. Um, yeah. And again, yeah, again, it was it was a, a comic book universe that had some minority representation. You had like black and Latino characters, and like mm. there, there was a, a Korean character called Zombie, right. who again was infected by nanotechnology and then he couldn't die. It was pretty good. Uh, it was the nineties, of course. Yeah, uh, I miss nanotechnology. Me too, right? Remember that TV show where that guy could go invisible, but he'd have to get the nanotechnology in him to go invisible? The Invisible Man? Yeah, it was like a newer one, though, because he was like a criminal. But he was Yeah, like I remember a, that, yeah. yeah. And it had that, that guy in it. Yeah, it did. That famous B-list <laughs> smug guy. Yeah, he you was know? so smug. He was so smug all the time, and he was in every show in the 90s. <laughs> but I could not tell you for the life of me what his name was. He was probably in an episode of The Pretender. Hmm. Probably. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Mm. Is, that, is that all of it? Is that all she um, bloody wrote? I think of a fun fact about uh, bloody bloody the. Um... By think of a fun fact, you mean see what you've got there and then say a fun fact that you. Just yeah, read. sure, yeah, but I don't have anything here, so that would probably would have helped. Uh yeah, low sales though. That did it in. That's yeah. often the case. Well, they don't cancel things with high sales, do no, they? No, that's true. All with regular produ- publication schedules. Sure. You know, were they pretty good at getting these things kind of going? Like, like was it pretty consistent? It sounds like. Yeah, and I think they had they had you know DC's blessing and their kind of their marketing machine behind it at least to some degree. So. Good stuff. Mm. All right. Well, do you know what it's time for? What's it time for? It's time for the segment of the show called What We're Reading. Ooh. Oh, what are we going to read? <laughs> Got distracted for a moment. That's okay. Yeah. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> what, do, what, what are you reading? What I read. Well, tomorrow I'm going to go see uh, uh, X-Men Apocalypse, which I haven't seen yet. Yes. And then we're going to talk about it next week. Yes. But I've also started watching Lady Dynamite on, Net- ne- well, on Netflix. Is that the uh, Chelsea Perrette? No. It's Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford, that's uh, right. Yeah. Stand-up comedian Maria Bamford. You're a big fan of her. I am a big fan of her. Yeah. I saw her when she was here in town a while back. Mm. Um, yeah, she's great. And Is it, it a good show? I've only watched like 10 minutes of it so far, but it starts out... With madness, right, and, and it seems to be going. Is it surreal? Uh it starts out quite surreal, but that's a dream sequence. Right. So yet to be for me, it's yet to be seen whether it's that's going to continue or. Yep. Or know. even if it's good. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's no way of knowing. Ultimately. There is no way but of knowing. But again, I pay my 10 bucks a month. So yeah, well, you care. It's free. You know? What do you bloody care? Yeah. Okay. What are you yeah. reading this week? Well, I was just going to say, I saw, I caught X-Men Apocalypse. I should say for the, that first 10 minutes was very funny. Okay, so, cool. So there was a lot enjoy. in it. It was packed with action silliness, but I but you yeah, liked it. had good a good stuff. time. Yeah, I saw X-Men Apocalypse. Um, But for people asking, we're going to, the X-Men Days of Future Past commentary should be out around the same time as this. Yeah. If all goes well. We were going to do it last last week. We didn't get the opportunity, but we'll try and get that done. So even if you've seen Apocalypse, you can maybe go back and check it out. Or if you don't want to, you don't have to. That's fine. Yeah, but I mean, I think it'd be a pretty good primer. In fact, I'm, what I'm probably going to do is do the commentary yeah. and then immediately go and see. Go and see bloody X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. So have you that'll been... work out well for me, if no one else. Are you excited for X-Men Apocalypse? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I'll be, I'll be interested to know what you think about it. And we will discuss that at a later date yeah. next week mm. when we do that episode on X-Men Apocalypse next week. Talk about it next week on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Have we got another s- section of the show? Maybe. Bloody Wi-Fi. I know, you right? Down. Your bloody yeah. Wi-Fi. It started to be again. You got three in a row. Yep. You're back to square one, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> so the record is three. Yeah, good. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Mason plays the letters theme through the phone because I refuse to edit it in, mm. even though it'd be very easy for me to do so. <laughs> yep. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, I got some letters here. My letters, I mean tweets, because that's the best way to contact this show. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on we'll Twitter. Find it. You throw that out there, we'll bloody get it, and we'll read three of them out, won't we, Mason? At least three. Just three. This is from Chase underscore Brinkman. Who would you guys cast to play... That's ja- a great name, by the way. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, who would you guys cast to play J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man Homecoming? Obviously, you can't choose... Um, what's the, his face? The greatest man alive, J.K. Simmons. Yes. Do uh, you do the opposite? Do you go with Gary Oldman? Do you do the old swisheroo? Ooh. Um, maybe because they've made Aunt May young and sexy, they should make Jonah Jameson young and sexy. How young, how sexy. Channing Tatum. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, sure. Well, a lot of people have thrown this out there. This isn't my idea, but I really like it. Um, Ice Cube. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. yeah. I can see him saying, because you look at the Spider-Man. You look, you look at him in 21 Jump Street, he's got that angry chief. That's very kind true, of, yeah. You know, personality. Yeah. He does anger real well. I would also choose him if they did a live action version of Inside Out. He could be anger as well. <laughs> sure. Because he's got the head for it. He right? does have the head. That would be very good. I like the idea of Ice Cube. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough role to cast. I think you. I don't know how you do it. How do you mm. follow it up? Yeah. It's, they didn't even attempt it in the Amazing Spider-Man universe because I'm yeah. just like, how can we? That's true. You know, we didn't talk about it. Uh, I don't, did this happen this week? Daniel Craig is definitely out of Oh, that was, that was uh, one of the Twitter questions I had. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do that one, next one Yeah, let's talk about the next let's one. Yeah. This is from uh, Savvy Savvy 1313. Yep. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Not as good a name Brandy. as Chant Breichman or whatever. No, it was, if we're but... comparing, which we are. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, now that Daniel Craig is no longer James Bond, uh, who would you like to see in the next movie? My pick would be Luke Evans. Now, Daniel Craig was offered something like $68 million to yes, do another he was, two. Yeah, yeah. And he Might went... Might have been 68 million pounds. It probably, yeah. Well, could, I don't know, something, very something well, crazy. Very, whatever it is, yep. he said, no, thank you. I'm taking my potatoes and I'm... Yeah. My potato-shaped head I'm stick out my here. dick in a bear trap, he said. <laughs> and he didn't say that, but it was close. It's it, was, always... it was implied yeah. by him turning down 68 million pounds. Right. I'm not surprised. Mm. Uh, I'm okay with him leaving. I guess it's probably about that time. I mean, he had, he had the three. and Well, he had the, we had four. He had four, <laughs> he had four yeah. four. But he had, it, was a, it was an arc, and he kind yeah. of he got his, the arc. He met his brother. <laughs> I think they knew that... He, he had on one. I think he had one more to do. He did, yeah. 
That's true. Yeah, but he was just like, and I, I can understand they could have made him do it, but I can understand yeah. they would have gone look. Spectre, yeah, imagine that. Imagine yeah, those shooting exactly. days. Like Spectre didn't do super well, like yeah. financially. Yeah, now's probably the time to. I mean, they used all that printer ink That's in that <laughs> final scene where the bad guy prints off all his all yeah. Bond's victims and just in black up. and white though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have any names in particular? A lot of people. Tom Hiddleston is apparently the top. I wouldn't contender. mind Hiddleston. Didn't Daniel Craig say he would like to see a woman? If we're talking about. How would that work, though? doesn't Cause, matter. You know what I would say? Because uh, he said, like, oh, get a woman. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think because people would be like, I'll oh, make a Jane Bond. I disagree. Yeah. As some people said Emily Blunt. I think that would be a great one. So we're not talking like this person is James Bond. Are we talking like a different spy? No, I'm saying make her James Bond. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I think you should just go Emily Blunt is James Bond 007. Like, just just double just, down on like just, just people hating it and just go, what are you going to do? Because there's no, <laughs> you can even just refer to her as Bond. Like it wouldn't sure, make yeah, yeah. You just plug her into the existing, like with the same Q and the same M and, you know, Ben Wishaw and bloody Yeah, I wonder Ray if they're going to keep all that, yeah. Um, I, I think it'd be fine. Like, because, <laughs> why not? Who cares? Look, I think a my, lot of people will care. I, I think so too, but I don't care about them. But the, see, the thing is like, I've, I've thought about it the other day. I really, overall, I really like the James Bond franchise. Even though most of them are shit. Correct. Like, there's there's funny ones and there's there's dour ones and there's ridiculous ones and there's serious ones or whatever. Yeah. Overall, I think it's a fun kind of cultural artifact. Like, all these movies all together. Very of the time. Yeah. yeah. But of the last ten, I like two of them. I like... Goldeneye? I like Goldeneye and I like Casino Royale. The rest, I can give a... You know, I can take a leave. Sure. So, for me, it doesn't... I'm not... I don't care one way or the other. But even if I did really like him, I'm like, who cares? Make, what you could do... Is it that whole secret agent swap out thing? We're like, now you're the new James no, Bond. No, I think they just don't... I think they just... Ne- they say, Emily Blunt is... Ja- any, whoever. Emily Blunt is James Bond 007. They never refer to the name. They never refer to her as being a woman. Right. So they go... Nobody ever goes, oh, James is a funny name for a, a girl or whatever. <laughs> I never wouldn't expect a woman to do this kind of work or whatever. It's just never referred to. It's the same thing. She just dresses... The way a female version of Bond would dress, sure. and she just kicks in doors and breaks people's necks and whatever. Because <laughs> people are like, you know, people. It's always like, it's always like, oh, a woman couldn't do that. No, nobody, <laughs> nobody can, can do, do that. Yeah. Nobody can do it. Like Daniel Craig couldn't do any of the things in. No, he's just real. He's just real buff. He's just full of human growth hormones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people are like, oh, a woman can do that. No, like, and again, if you if you got like. In a, in a fist fight between Ronda Rousey, UFC fighter, yeah. and actor Daniel Craig, <laughs> yeah, sure. that fight would last one second. Yeah. The reason, but, but you look at Daniel Craig on screen as James Bond and you go, oh, he's a he's a tough, cool, suave guy. Yeah. Because What's with a, his weird head? Yeah, he looks and he looks like a potato. But he looks like he's been punched a lot. <laughs> just a like... potato in a just in a bag being swung around a corridor. But but like the reason you you buy him as James Bond is because he's had all the mystique yeah. and all the the skill set or whatever wrapped around him. Right. You can just you can do that to anyone. Yeah. You can do yeah, it to yeah, Emily Blunt right. or whoever. Just put it. I wouldn't say anybody. Like there's certain people yeah. you couldn't put in that role. Either but, of us. But yeah, <laughs> certainly. Mm. But uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. If they want to do it, yeah. I think they're building. As I've said before, I think they're building to a female Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that's gonna that's yeah, gonna be uh-huh. coming. Yeah. So yeah, do it. Whatever. I just want to see a whole bunch of people real mad. Well, that's really the point, isn't yeah. it? That's the most important thing in the world. Yeah, right. Yeah, good stuff. As long as the movie's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, you're right. I don't give a shit. Mm. 
Uh, this is from Riley Eskrima, uh-huh. one word, uh, on Twitter. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Branding. Synergy. Oh, yeah, nice. uh, do you guys have any collectibles? If so, what are your favourites? Well, I mean... We've got all sorts of amazing collectibles from Geek Fuel and, Certainly and, and we Loot do. Crate. Loot yes, Crate, Loot our, Crate. Our, our amazing sponsors. <laughs> I don't collect a lot of stuff. I have a lot of Optimus Primes. Yeah, you do. For whatever reason, like I loved Transformers as a kid uh, and I got rid of a whole... I gave away a whole bunch of stuff, but I kept all the Transformers. So I have like original like diecast uh, Optimus Prime. I have like the Power Master Optimus Prime, right. I have, which which had the like the engine you plugged in, which ah. was a little man turned into an engine you plugged in the engine. That's cool. And then you... You got the trailer and you opened it up and it became like his legs and you you, trans, you could transform into a real big Optimus Prime. That's sweet. That was pretty sweet. How many um, Optimus Primes do you have? Not that many now that I think like about five? it. I have Action Master Optimus Prime, which is the Optimus Prime that doesn't transform for some oh. reason. Uh, I have the Masterpiece Optimus Prime, which is the Japanese one. I mean, they're mm. all Japanese, but it's the one that looks exactly like the cartoon version. Right through some weird arcane super complicated transformation sure. it looks exactly like the the truck version and it looks exactly like the robot version. yeah because the other versions generally don't the the, look, the original the diecast original optimus prime looks real weedy it yeah he does yeah he's smaller than, little arms yeah he's smaller than most other transformers yeah, yeah but yeah i've got all those um and there'll probably be other ones that'll you got the new one the michael bay one with the flames the down the bay side one, no Really? No, no. That's very interesting. Mm. I don't really, I don't have collect anything because this, this house that I'm in at the moment, I, yep. this is a rental and I don't feel the point in setting up anything uh-huh. or buying Except anything. the man cave, obviously. obviously that yeah. goes everywhere. But that's that's all one piece. <laughs> Everything's attached to like a whole bunch of bits of string and a ring pull. So if you have to leave real quick, you just, what you do is you just hook the end to your monster truck, <laughs> the your lowered monster truck, and yeah. then you just drive off and it just drags Self it all with you. In, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But I, um, I, I, I graphic novels or story arcs that I really like, uh-huh. I, I, I buy. But that being said, I, I always lend them out. So I think I have none of them at the moment. Yeah, I have your old man Logan. That's all right. Everybody, everybody's got everything of mine. Uh-huh. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. But uh, no, I don't. I, I, you know what I do want to get? I want to get, um, I want to get a sweet Daredevil statue. Yeah. And I want to get a Superman Kingdom Come designed Great, statue yeah. kind of statue thing as well. But I think I'll wait till I. Yeah. Get a place or whatever. I've always place. said that I would like to collect the Batman black and white statuette. Yes, yes. Which is all the Batman statuettes in the style of various mm. uh, famous and well-regarded artists that have drawn him. Yep, yep. But there's so many of them, and they're like three hundred bucks each. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. That's a that's like at this point, it's like a thirty thousand dollar investment. Mm. And I I couldn't just have one. I'd need all of them. Sure. Right? Yeah. I do like though when you go to somebody's place and you see they've got collectible. Like I like looking at other people's collectibles. Yeah. But I don't want the hassle of kind of having them myself. Still, Saunders, for example, has got that sweet Star Wars case of all the all the yeah, original does. toys, which I, I really like. So I like my brother's got, um, the one that you don't like has a whole uh, lot of like you. Lord of the Rings figures. I think he's got like all of them, maybe. Okay, and like so he's got you know, and they're they're pretty cool to look at. But um, mm. no, I'm not a big. You know, when I buy something, I have something, I put it down, and it never moves. So that's why that hammock is still in here. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> so I just I. I'm. I'm just. That's not a. That's not a fun little improv. There is actually a hammock. There's literally a hammock. We've talked about it before. Yeah. One day I'll do something with it. Yeah. So yeah. We could record in the hammock. We definitely could. We could both get in. We could top and tail and just. Uh, I don't like the idea of that. But get two hammocks if you could. No. All right. All right. I think that's the show, though. That's the show, I think. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, like we said, next week X Men. If you are interested, um, hopefully that X Men commentary. Check below. If it's linked below, that means it's up on our Patreon and it's up on the Bandcamp. So if you want to check out patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday movies that'll be there yeah. before you sign up for that 
if you haven't already, just double check it so you don't go there and it's not there. So if it's linked below, it means I've already put it up. Nice. Uh, Bandcamp, was it weeklyplanetpod.bandcamp.com or also weeklyplanetpod yeah. on Gmail and Facebook and Twitter. That's right. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, what else is there? Uh, T-shirts, courtesy of uh, Golden Legend and Fergie Quickly. They're on Redbubble. They are, they are. Anything else? There's an Amazon affiliate link sometimes. Yeah, if some, we can remember sometimes there's a link down there, if I remember. Yeah, actually really good stuff. Like, we only kind of endorse things that we don't hate. That's that, true, yeah. That's actually, yeah. that's a fact. That is the, legitimately like some people will be like, hey, do you want to promote this thing? And we're like, okay, but if it's not good... We're not going to say it's good. That's right. We've, yeah. we have, we've got an upcoming Netflix show that we might be spruiking, <laughs> but right. we're going to wait till we see a couple that, to whether we decide to do it. Otherwise, we'll just... We said we'll be honest. We'll be like, well, listen, we'll, yeah. we'll, if it's crap, we'll, you bloody, you'll know about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll do what I think. We, we always forget something, but... We never forget anything. That's okay, the thing about the show. Anything. We're right. always on point. Oh, we're yeah. always very factual, informative. <sighs> never put a foot wrong. Constantly put a foot wrong. Constantly. Mm-hmm. We're never in the right lane. It's a metaphor. Oh. And also driving. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's very confusing. Where we live, that would be dangerous. It's certainly true. Mm. All right. Um, thanks, thanks everybody. Grab that gym, you guys. Grab it. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.